we're live. Welcome into the show. Oh, man. Big stretch. Big boy stretch. <laughs> Welcome in. Big Mama's here. What's up, everybody? My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Here we are, 27 hours post-Duality Part 4 launch, January 2020, and what a busy arc it looks to be. Game-changing mechanics, a crazy full calendar, and an event store. Bubba Joe ain't gonna lie, I'm a little bit excited. Just a little bit. Let's see who could be excited with us. Maybe possibly. And do a uh, talking track service sound off. Y'all hit it. Lord Farquaad on 146. Thank you for being here. Ivana Vano on 136. Jerry Ryan 146 as well. James Bond, Big Mama for the free to play, he says. On server 35, coming soon. Gherkin on 184. Big Bad Eddie on server 30. Truck and Chick on 26. Tabby Moses, server 20. Thank you. Ape on 21. Velvet Thunder on 137. M. on server 13. Scree, he says. What's up? Welcome. JT Bob on 156. Scrappy from server 137. Thank you. Yeehaw, says Borg 104 on server 16. D. Agent on 14. Divine on 164. Thank you. Artificial Intelligence. Hal 9000 is here from server 11. Stratalorian on 9. Gator on 28. Jazzmeister says, uh, teach us the ways of the big mama on 167. We got it coming up. 7 of 9 on 146. I Beglin on 32. Captain Bull joining us live from the flagship server. My home server 15. Metal on server 8. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Sub Commander on server 32. Vector on 13. Archangel Cito also joining from 15. Joker on server 16. Tame Devil on server 200. One of the brand newest ones. Nice. What's up? OP on 15. Bebo on server 146. JT10 on 24. Ransusi on server 27. Thank you. Captain Planet on 167. Tired from stealing resources. Wait. Am I shielded? <laughs> that is the question, Bubba Joe. Everybody should be asking themselves now. Am I shielded? <laughs> Jim on 15. What's up? Andar 163. Nowhere Man on 14. Jayberg on 32. Silverhawk joining us on 49. Thank you. Killer Abs on 145. Zebukin on 53. Royal Power 36. Al Bill on 38. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Raging Ginger on 31 and 98. Additional messages. Thank you guys so very, very much for being here. We have 281 individuals in our live studio audience here, Bubba Joe. It is a busy day. A day full of expectation. A day full of hope. A day full of possibility, Bubba Joe, with the launch of Duality Arc 4. The fourth and final chapter, Bubba Joe, and dare I say, at least only 24 hours in, Scopely might have delivered an epic finale for the first time in three years. We started two years ago, Bubba Joe, with the epic finale of the Borg. And we've moved through 24 months in this game. And now, maybe, possibly, Bubba Joe, an actual worthwhile epic finale. What do you think, man? Welcome to the stage. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so I'm hearing a lot of mixed. Uh, I agree that this is a chock full 
calendar and I'm excited about what's in the event store. And I know we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, you know, there's, there's some events that are doing things a little bit differently. The, uh, big mama is, uh, as it's been dubbed, seems like it's going to be uh, an interesting thing, but I am hearing, uh, I'm hearing people are not everyone. It seems again, we seem to have a very diverse group of people that we get to interact with that saying either they love it or they hate it. There doesn't seem to be a lot of middle ground there. You're right about that. You're right. And, and obviously, uh, rightfully so with one particular regard and it's that and and this is a complaint that i've had for many many months uh it seems that scopely does in fact find difficulty in introducing a new feature introducing a new mechanic uh even within its first month listen i'm not saying everybody should have it for free in month one but it would not, I don't believe, have been impossibly difficult to incorporate a grinder's path here early. At what, that way, at least upon the launch of, of the feature, Bubba Joe, the launch of the feature, you do have the, uh, the pay to acquire, the pay to progress. I mean, listen, really, I, I don't say this very often, Bubba Joe, but for here we are on day two uh, of this arc, this feature is paywalled. There's no other yep. definition for it. You guys argue with me a lot of times on what the definition of paywall is. And a lot of times I disagree. Is Harrison paywalled? No. Uh, is, is TOS Kirk paywalled? No. The answer is no. In a lot of cases, even if it's incredibly a, a, an incredibly long and difficult path, Bubba Joe, if there is a path, it's not by definition paywalled. I'm a real big stickler on that definition. However, here I am. All right. Admitting that Big Mama is indeed paywalled right here and right now here today. And, uh, and that, I believe, in, in looking through the chats and, and looking through the discords, I believe, if, if I'm summarizing, I believe that might be the biggest complaint, the biggest reason that people are having trouble getting enthusiastic about this arc is just simply that they don't have a... a there's no path, right? Um, that said, Bubba Joe when this ship becomes available or let's pretend for a second in an alternate universe this ship was free to all on you know in month one maybe it was in the battle pass maybe it was a day one whatever who knows Bubba Joe right but in an alternate timeline if this ship was available to all in its feature month I believe the sentiment from the naysayers would be vastly different because this ship is not just a rating tool. We're going to talk about that coming up very, very shortly. But before we do, Bubba Joe, obviously we have to check in, not only with news here in the Star Trek Fleet Command universe, but news all across the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to check in with the Talking Trek News Studios for your stupid news headlines. Stupid News! It is time for the news. news. Bubba Joe, classes in Chicago are set to resume today as leaders of the city's teachers union approved a plan with the district over COVID-19 protection protocols. Uh, personally, I'm sure parents uh, all over the city of Chicago are glad that uh, the city has been exercising extreme caution, but also glad that their students are back in schools and that they will be best protected from COVID in the best possible way after getting carjacked and shot at on the way to school. They need that peace of mind. 
All right, it's important for them to go and feel safe. Uh, starting, <laughs> starting Saturday, health insurers, uh, this is legal legislation here in the United States, Bubba Joe. Starting Saturday, health insurers must pay for as many as eight COVID-19 home tests per month. All right, it's the law, it's legislation. That is happening. Insurers now going to be paying for up to eight home tests per month. Lawmakers now wondering how they're going to pay for the other 722 tests that we're supposed to be taking every single month. Uh, that's happening. Pretty soon, Americans, maybe even in some of your major cities, right, particularly maybe New York, are going to be, end up putting more swabs up their nose than cocaine. All right? And it's a monumental occasion. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm, hoping, I'm hoping, Bubba, it's going to be like Netflix, and I can also get some free tests from my brother's account uh, is what I'm what I'm kind of hoping for there. <laughs> yeah, you know, you get your account and you might be able to share some from, from your others. Uh, an alleged domestic terrorist was arrested at a political rally in Florida with a homemade pipe bomb and a checklist of items he needed to commit an attack, Bubba Joe, including a gas mask, flammable rags, matches, and snacks. Yes, snacks. The 100% required ingredient to a homemade bomb, Bubba, Bubba Joe. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> the snacks are what gave it away, Bubba Joe. The snacks were the most damning evidence of everything, of his intent to start a fire, because they were marshmallows, Hershey's chocolate, and graham crackers. All right? He absolutely, you, can't, you can't do that without having fire. Okay? You got to make the s'more. Uh, in a medical first... Doctors have successfully, Ripper, transplanted a pig's heart into a patient in a last-ditch effort to save his life. It's an incredible feat, and in the medical community, it's definitely uh, considered a really big squeal. <laughs> That's what's happening. These, uh, this procedure happened in Maryland, and the hospital administrator says he's doing very well three days after this highly experimental surgery. Uh, it's incredible, they say. He's alive, alert, and enjoying hospital food in his slop bucket. All right, so they, they know he's doing well. Absolutely. Video has gone viral from the city of Los Angeles where a small plane crashed, uh, landed onto train tracks, Bubba Joe, and the pilot was pulled from the aircraft just seconds before it was run over by a train. Has anybody seen this story? I mean, how amazing, Bubba Joe. First of all, your plane is crashing, right? Some kind of malfunction, a plane crashes, you landed on the tracks only to realize you're seconds away from getting hit by a train. All right? It's absolutely nuts. I've or seen they, that movie. Yeah, right? It's, it could be a movie. Or as they call it at Spirit Airlines, arriving at your destination. <laughs> I know. It, it, one day, Bubba Joe, I'm just marking off the days. Mark it off the days until I get that cease and desist letter. Uh, in the event, uh, in the end, the pilot Either was... Either that or a lifetime uh, ticket. Lifetime, yeah, lifetime supply. They're going to punish me by making me fly on their, on their airline. In the end, the pilot was bloodied and bruised from the crash, but overall doing well. He says uh, it was still one of his more enjoyable spirit flights. <laughs> oh, my God. Despite getting fired by his team this past week, Bubba Joe, Antonio Brown was a fun and happy guy as he dropped new music at a strip club on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Sources say his music is so terrible that it scores an eight on a scale of one to Justin Bieber. Uh, Can <laughs> Canadian politician Karkim, this is our final story today. A Canadian politician could even be the Talking Trek DA of the day. A Canadian politician is getting pummeled on social media for tweeting a photo of his wife shoveling snow after working all day while he sat inside and did nothing. 
Now he is trying to prove to his critics that he actually is indeed a good person by having his wife uh, clear every driveway on the block free of charge. That's that's happening over there uh, in Canada. Karkin, what on earth is going on up there? How does this feel like it was a good idea by this guy? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the rest of the neighborhood would have come out and then, like, you know, helped her out. So I don't know what the... They're maybe missing part of the story. Possibly. Maybe so. Don't don't <laughs> know. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And uh, you know what, Bubba Joe? I feel like we might be garnering somewhat of a reputation within the Star Trek Fleet Command community. We started the show with about 280 listeners, up now to 321 uh, after the stupid news is over. <laughs> I actually, uh, funny enough, and, and may I say welcome, welcome special guest. <laughs> Bubba Joe, would it surprise you to know that more than one Scopely staffer is secretly and anonymously tuned in here today, so thank you guys so very much for being here. Uh, very curious about the reception and the reaction to Star Trek Fleet Command's latest feature. Uh, and even uh, one of these individuals messaged me and said, so uh, I should be there by about 3.15. I said, <laughs> he said, it takes you 20 minutes to ramp up the show. He ain't wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> Here we are. It's 3.14. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, let's see. What do we got? What do we got in PMs? Uh, PMs, absolutely. Uh, thank you, Snake Eyes. Appreciate that. We're going to be talking about this. Uh, all kinds of stuff coming up today. Bubba Joe, let's just begin uh, with our, our show announcement. There's so much. It would be very easy to get lost today, so let's just kind of go down the list. Ladies and gentlemen, Duality Part 4 has been launched, and with it, the premiere feature of this month, Bubba Joe, the Amalgamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamam
is here, Bubba Joe Ripper. Uh, you have famously. So I didn't push Picasso fast enough. Uh, apparently Damn. not. No, Big Mama's here. Uh, even on our tools that we have published in our graphics room here on our Discord. If you're listening live, feel free to visit the graphics room for the Big Mama efficiency calculator that has been posted and already request for iteration. Ripper, um, yesterday. We, uh, we released with the corrected values for the ship's ability bonus. And, uh, and even moreover then, then became the question, Bubba Joe, well, how much can I actually take? So we're working on a modification to that calculator now uh, and should hopefully be up within 24 hours. Uh, a, a second page of that calculator, Bubba Joe, where you can actually put in what you are seeing in the game. And of course, with a reasonable amount of accuracy because... What is the one key factor that makes this ship mathematically impossible to nail down to, to a precise number of resources? Bubba Joe, protected cargo. All right. Yep. Everybody's protected cargo in this game is going to be different. So uh, based on protected cargo, but I'll tell you, this calculator got it pretty daggone right. It was very, very close. Uh, and uh, I'm really, really excited. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, uh, you had seen the calculator when we originally posted it yesterday, and you're like, you know, I think we can make this a little bit better. You taught me yesterday about uh, features in Microsoft Excel that I didn't even know existed. I'm just trying to do all this math by hand, and you're like, dude, there's a button for that. Uh, so, <laughs> so we incorporated that. Uh, incorporated that into the calculator, and it's working very, very wonderfully. If you want to download that, please uh, check it out in our graphics room. And that calculator soon. You know what? Thank you for the great idea. A downloadables page on our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. This uh, we've created. If you go to TalkingTrekSTFC.com and you click on Pages uh, on the top right of the menu bar, you will see a downloadable links button. Uh, right now, there's only one item in it. <laughs> it is the... Um, uh, oh, it is the calculator. It's in there, but it's it's the yesterday calculator, Bubba Joe. It doesn't have the uh, the loot hauler calculation in it yet, but that's downloadable. Super Jesse is on our stage. Jesse, uh, status update on your world famous event guide calendar. You uh, you told me you started working on it yesterday. Should hopefully maybe 24, 48 hours. We're gonna have that up and downloadable for all players of Star Trek Fleet Command to be able to acquire and use with their teams. Jesse, how is the calendar coming? This one looks a little bit busy, doesn't it? Yes, it is. And I've actually changed up the design for it, uh, especially with the meta events. So it's going to look a little different this month. Oh, I likey, likey. I like iterations, uh, especially on something that is beautiful and everybody loves, which is uh, Jesse's calendar. Lots of people have been asking for it, so uh, that will be coming soon, hopefully very, very soon, to uh, yes. our website and our Discord, where you'll be able to download that. Um, let's, let's take a look at the show notes here, Bubba Joe. we we got to start with the big mama, all right? That was the big one. And as you indicated right before the news... Uh, the community appearing to be uh, on either in a love it or hate it kind of camp. All right. There's really not a whole lot of indifference here. There's not a whole lot of in the middle. So let's explore these two perspectives. I uh, absolutely 
just absolutely I'm over the moon with this ship. All right. As a matter of fact, I've been I've been teasing this for over a week now, Bubba Joe. I've been teasing about rating mechanic changes. I've been teasing about the fact that the game fundamentally is getting ready to change. We're going to talk about some of those. Spirit and Encoet and Anesius last night were kind of going down. It was actually a great checklist. I, Stevens, Aaron, I don't know. I'm sure you weren't running tape, but I'm telling you what, last night was an incredible, incredible town hall. If you guys were able to be here last night listening to those three players, what an incredible meeting of the minds it was. And and many, many pros and cons were discussed regarding Big Mama. And, and I believe, Bubba Joe, that everybody is 100% focused on the rating aspect of this ship. But there is so much more. There is so much more to this ship. And, and why I continue to be over the moon about it. I had someone tell me yesterday that the content creators, uh, understandably, Bubba Joe, were were hyping this ship. I don't know what they meant by that, to be perfectly honest with you, because understandably so is a valid statement. I am hyping this ship because of everything it represents in this game. Although I so, think they were making a shilly comment. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. But I think that there are some legitimate uh, points that people have as to why they don't the, why they don't like the ship, and it has nothing to do with the ship, right? Um, if your server has excellent shield discipline, well, then what, what's the point, right? Okay, I, I get it, right? You, this, this ship's going to help you other than the part that we're going to talk about next. If you're on a young server where people don't have billions or trillions of resources, okay, you're probably just better off with the regular miners for now, but eventually your server is going to have these people that have billions and trillions of resources and you're going to want to be able to empty them much faster. So there are legitimate... I will say server unique server concerns that people have that say, "Oh, this ship isn't for me." But you know that d eventually, either you know the the shield discipline may not ever falter, but you know eventually your server is going to get to uh, a level where people are going to have resources to to raid, and and the ship you're going to want this ship as opposed to any other option in the game. Well, as a raider, yes. Now we have talked uh, even during the last podcast. We discussed. We went back in time. Bubba Joe, to when rating was super important, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and so that would have been approximately, uh, for veteran servers, approximately a year and a half uh, to two years ago was kind of when things started slowing down with rating. As a matter of fact, um, it, it probably might have even been a little less than that. The introduction of territory capture significantly slowed down rating, and players were concerned about that. I remember when territory came out and players were like, well, listen, not being able to port in, not being able to move, that is going to impact rating. We discussed that a year ago, uh, 15 months ago now, whenever it was, what, October, I believe, uh, November, whenever it was, we talked about that. Uh, and, and I do think that it has probably, uh, it is a contributing factor to where rating has, has slowed down a little bit. But the other contributing factor is the age of players. And the scaling number of resources needed for what I would refer to as viable or grindable progression. I do believe that rating is grinding. Okay? 1,000%. You guys may remember when I was 39, this is a year ago, when I'm 39 and I was on my campaign to raid, uh, I wanted the resources I needed. I set a goal. I had X number of resources that I wanted to have before I pushed the button to go to 41, 
I was grinding hours a day. And as Truck and Chick had mentioned on our stage during the last show, there are certain ways to do this, Bubba Joe. Sometimes you, you get lucky and you, you find that whale, right? You find that ship that, that is, you know, mildly or moderately crackable, um, and it's holding hundreds of millions of resources. And a year ago, that was fantastic. Even with the miners that we've got, they were slow. They were smaller scoops. But it, you know, in your 30s, that is still grindable progression. You can still raid. You can raid for progression. But, Bubba Joe, for the last four months, we've been talking about the introduction of G5 and what it means to the game. We've talked about the scaling cost and the resources. Bubba Joe, pick any random building in your base right now. Any random building. Don't care what it is. Could be a vault. Could be a, a shipyard. Doesn't matter. How much steel? How much steel? Uh, Two hundred and or sorry, seven hundred and six billion steel for my shipyard. Seven hundred and six billion steel. Now, before yesterday, Bubba Joe, your best miner was the Nova, tier two Nova. Yep, a tier two Nova, and its cargo, its maximum cargo with features, with uh, exocomps, with officers, your max pot uh, p potential scoop would have been. Uh, I, I twelve. We'll say twelve million. 12 million before the Nova for you G4 players. All right. Real quick in the chat, an average, an average Joe, uh, maybe at 43, 44, 45, somewhere in there. All right. Where is the maximum potential cargo on a G4 miner? Just throw it out there. Anybody? All right, Clyde says about 7.9, Tame Devil at about 4.5, Lexel at 7.9, Killer Ab at 7. All right, so let's call that uh, roughly 7 million. Okay, maybe it's a little more, maybe a little less. That's fine. We'll go 7 million there. All right, what about you same players in your low 40s who have taken the time to max a G3 miner? All right, or maybe your you're 39s and 40s who don't have a G4 miner. Uh, upper 30s. I mean, let's face it, the G the G3 miners unlock an Ops 32. All right. So, Truck and Chick, let me ask you, is the 39, where is your best G3 faction miner right now? My Cavort can do 3.8 with both stones on board. Okay, so 3.8 million. Um, A. Wilkins says, My Antares is not yet maxed and can hold almost six. Stratalorian at four. Smoke Mohawk at five with his Cavort. Uh, retrieving at about 3.6 on an Antares. Okay, four million for Tame Devil on a G3 miner. These numbers... I have one. Go ahead, Rip. What do you got? I have one million. On what? Because <laughs> Ripper doesn't mine. So why develop a miner? <laughs> One million, all right? So Ripper, rating for you. Also, if you're an Ops 47. 48. You can't... 48. I'm sorry, I keep doing that. You can't raid for squat. You can't. Okay? No. You cannot Hence do it. me not having any ships that, you know, can even, you know... Do anything? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Underdeveloped ships. But, listen, there was... A reason for there's I mean, a method to his madness. He did that so that he could push his ops, right, Ripper, so that you could push your efficiency research. He's a math nut, shockingly. I do have a I do have a tier five pilot, so Okay. That, 
There you go. Congratulations on that. It's amazing. Probably necessary at Ops 48. All right. Rating has long been outgrown, Bubba Joe. We've talked about this. I don't know that we need to re- rehash it. Rating has fallen way, way off uh, to the point where some players, and maybe not as many as I'd originally thought, but some players have exercised more lax shield discipline, which is yeah. why I feel like this is a good thing across the galaxy. All right? Not, obviously, for the player who's not shielding. That's going to be a very bad day for you one day soon, probably. All right? If you're not shielding, it's going to be a bad day for you. That said, this ship was introduced, and at first glance, Bubba Joe, the Big Mama's primary benefit is, in fact, her ship ability, which is rating. All right? Now, very quickly, before we dive into why or how this ship can be used, let's talk procedure. Let's talk procedure. Most of you guys got this yesterday. If you're listening or if you have not acquired the ship yet and maybe you're, you're waiting on your next paycheck or you got a birthday coming up this month like I do in five more days, <laughs> and I'm hopefully going to get some gift cards. I've told my entire family, Bubba Joe, that I want gift cards, all right, because I feel like, I feel like there's a lot in this month that I would love to pay for but don't want to like shell out hundreds of dollars, but I mean the the event store, pff, phenomenal. The, the 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 event store has so many options. It might be called an event warehouse, Bubba Joe. It is the largest event store we have ever had in this game. True talk, Ripper. Um, are there true or false more bundle IDs presented in this event store than ever before? I don't know. I thought we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> no, we didn't. Okay, it must have been somebody else. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's a you guys can, event store. You can look at it. You can see it. It goes on forever. It goes on forever. Which, by the way, don't anybody dare. Don't anybody dare complain about this. I swear to God, Bubba Joe. Because during the last event store in September, when we felt like it was a little bit lean, do you remember what was discussed? Ripper, you specifically talked about this. Bubba, we talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Scopely felt that they limited the options because of what, Ripper? Do you remember? Okay. Ripper doesn't remember what he had for breakfast yesterday. The conversation was this, Bubba Joe. Scopely limited the number of options because they didn't want a negative player experience scrolling through and looking for your desired items in the event store. Now, direct one, I mean, 1,000. They pointed it out to us yesterday, Bubba Joe. They specifically said to me, we have loaded this event store down because you asked for it, all right? Mark my words. If we get overwhelming complaints about it taking forever to scroll through, then we're going to go back to our previous model. Community, you hear me? Okay. I don't disagree, I mean, DJ Gurr. Redesign the UI, but you know. I don't disagree with you, Ripper. I don't disagree with you, DJ Gurr. It could use a graphical revamp, but for what was for our two options today, folks smaller event store, easier navigation, or larger event store and a few extra seconds to swipe, I know what I'm taking. Okay, 
I know what I'm taking. If those are the two options in front of me. Okay. I only have one complaint about the event store and that everybody below my level has the baby jelly in it, but I do not. <laughs> Is the baby jelly missing for 50 plus? <clears throat> yes. I I'll, don't have it either. I'm I'll, 48. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I could possibly do. That could just literally be a targeting thing. Okay. And one blueprint. <laughs> one blueprint. <laughs> it could literally just be a targeting thing. We, we can send me a PM. We'll, we'll, we'll see if they have a minute to take a look at that for you. And by the way, event store changes have already occurred. So Bubba Joe, we go back to event stores of the past, and I'm going to rehash my advice. All right, We're not going to talk in detail about the event store today because of my advice. Bubba Joe, what is my advice always surrounding an event store? Wait. 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 Look at the chat. I love it. I love it when a message sinks in with you guys. All right? I love it. Uh, Retrieving says, wait. A. Wilkins says, wait it out. JT Bob, on the other hand, says, I actually have already spent 660000 Oh, wait, 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 wait. I virtually spent six hundred. <laughs> I love it. JT Bob's like, get me a shopping cart. All right, Bubba Joe, I need a wish list in the event store. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, listen, just as we put this in the event store guide uh, or in the event guide video, just as a quick aside, I do see what you guys are saying. Scope Lee probably wants a little bit more of an even distribution with event store spending. All right. So. We do see right now the um, Talendarsic Exchange ALB, Bubba Joe, where yep. uh, you can be paid, you can be rewarded for spending your Talendarsic, which is the event store loot. All right. As with all things in this game, I would encourage you to participate in this event strategically. All right. Strategically and choose where your priorities lie. Bubba Joe, to be perfectly frank with you, this ALB is not horrible. 25 alliances deep can pick up with at least one Honor Guard Wharf Shard and one Sela Shard, all right? And all the way into the top 10, it's a pair of shards. You know, listen, I don't have a problem with this event. Am I going to spend myself into insanity for it? Probably not, but... It is officer sourcing of officers of the past. Maybe not far past, Bubba Joe, but officers of the past. And again, regardless of its scale, folks, this is also praiseworthy, Bubba Joe. Why? Mm -hmm. Why do you feel that this is a good event reward? Or a a good event theme? (laughs) It could be more shards, of course, obviously. But why, why does this event represent something to you, Bubba Joe? Well, I mean, because it's giving it, it, the the officer shards. I mean, they're, they're both of the officers. We've talked about how how they're useful, but you know, it's ten shards. Ten shards is a lot of event store loot if you were to try and get them. To be perfectly frank, he's right. If if you won, if your alliance was able to win this ALB, the equivalent is one hundred and twenty thousand event store loot. Okay, if there was an event, folks, offering 120,000 event store loot, would somebody, you know what? (laughs) We did see a lack of auction uh, on our calendar, Bubba Joe. I wonder what it would look like if you just auctioned event store loot. Do you think that would be a good thing? Probably not, right? But maybe? No. No? Okay. I mean, people might might lose their minds over it, depending on how much there is. But yeah, I mean, that's... It would be int- it would have to depend, right? If you co- if they gave out enough event store loot to give you like an unlock of an epic officer or something, so we're talking about that, 
you know, 600,000 event store loot or something, people would lose their minds. But short of something like that, I don't know. Okay, I don't yeah, think that yeah, would you know, I just, just thought of it, 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 you know, spur of the moment. Probably needs yeah. to be fleshed out. But, you know, hey. <laughs> All right. And yes, yes. Okay, I see. My math is wrong. 60,000 loot, not 120. But still, 60,000 loot. Show me another event that pays you 60,000. Show me another ALB that pays 60,000 loot in first place. It has literally never happened. Never. Okay? I mean, at best, Bubba Joe, we have seen ALBs maybe with 36,000. At best. Yeah, I think there were, back last December, I think there were a, there was one ALB, maybe, maybe, I think it was just one that had that much loot. Because an ALB, think about it, if you have 80 people in your alliance, that's mm-hmm. a ton of event store loot that they're giving out for. And then, of course, second place and third place and fourth place are all getting some number of event store loot. So this is a legitimate reward. And again, it's not as flexible as event store loot, but it is valuable in the fact that these are epic uh, shards of epic officers, right? And that's, that's you know, one of the things that has been always been valued fairly highly. And they're not is garbage officers because, either. They're not garbage officers right. either. Go ahead, Karkin. Is that because it's set on us? Um, I read somewhere that we have a 17-day plan on a 20, and they said we're going to mush the same rewards in. So maybe this it's beefed up just because they have less events to do. 17 days? Or, what are you talking about? The arc's where, 20 days, like always, forever. Or sorry, 20 Well, I read some... Where did I read that? In the Battle Pass news? Or in the... It said something that it has a shorter time period, so they're mushing more rewards in? Uh, Let me go, go see okay, if I can read that. You're probably reading the text that's been recycled ever since Battle Pass came out. Uh, really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because that text does indicate that the Battle Pass is able to be completed in less than 20 days. All right, that's uh, that's always that's been really what I was reading. Yeah, that's always okay. been one of the beautiful items about the Battle Pass is that it has never since its introduction, Bubba Joe, it's never required all 20 days of perfect participation. It's always been uh had a little bit of a little bit of flexibility. Now the overflow on the event on the other hand has always been a little bit tighter, okay? As a matter of fact, their claim whether it mathematically works out or not, their claim is that it has needed to be 100% perfect participation in all Battle Pass events. All right, all Battle Pass events. So uh, absolutely is, is, you know, probably what Karkin is referring to. Now, that said, uh, didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on the event store. It's golden. We will break this down on a future show, Bubba Joe. Uh, but I want to come back to, to the rating piece of this. Now, younger servers. All right, let, let's examine the two camps. Absolutely, Bubba Joe. Uh, only because I am biased and I've been hyping the crap out of this thing over for a week, I am going to let Bubba Joe go first. You, you briefly mentioned, uh, mentioned a moment ago. Uh, and and what, the way I'd like to do this, Bubba, is let, let's pick something. We'll spend two, three, four, five minutes on it. Uh, a, a specific area of the ship. And I want to try to rebuttal it. All right. You, for example, let's start. And, and I'll give you your first one. You said age of the server, right? Yep. Age of the server in which maybe there are not a ton of bases that have billions of resources. Okay? We'll we'll start this so that way I can illustrate how I want to do this segment. My counter to that would be there is always somebody. Like, unless you are the Bubba Joe of your server, there is somebody who has more than you. Now, Maybe they bubble all the time. Maybe they bubble 90% of the time, 95, 98% of the time. All right. On occasion, somewhere, somehow, you're going to have an opportunity to find that base unshielded. But regardless, we're talking about the size of the base, Bubba. 
We're talking about the resources that are rateable. Right. But you, you and I did the math uh, last night and, and we were kind of there. There is a limit where Absolutely. going with a, a miner that has seven million cargo is faster depending on the size, depending of the, on the size the of the base. So right. let me so let me pull up. I'll pull up the big mama efficiency calculator. OK, because uh, I, I had this pulled up. And by the way, uh, if you got the very first version, the very first version uh the ship's ability bonuses were slightly off the original data that we had bubba joe and i'll explain to you the original data that we had went to two decimal places as it turns out this ship actually goes to three decimal places in its ability so that made a difference for example bubba i made the claim that no one should be doing math at 0.01 percent because at level five it went to 0.02 ah rounding strikes again because actually, in fact, at level two, it is 0.015%. Well, our data rounded it to two. Okay. So a little bit of an error on my part there. We didn't, round, uh, we didn't look deep enough uh, into the data, and it, and it ended up that rounding wasn't off. wasn't you. That was me. I'm not going to blame you, Ripper. Who would have ever you thunk can. it? It was me. Who would have ever thunk it? it? All right. Ripper's, Ripper's taking the heat on that one. But again, who could blame him? All right, three decimal places on a percentage scale, Bubba. It's infinitesimal, isn't it? Infinitesimal. Yes. Or is it? There's billions of resources out there. Now, in fairness, I will say to the people who fear this ship for the rating capabilities, all right, I had actually endorsed when, when this was first revealed to us, Ripper, I actually suggested shipability bonuses over 400% higher than what they were. Ripper, true or false? I suggested, can Ripper hear me? I had suggested uh, that it go up, Bubba Joe, starting at level one at 0.01%. My personal suggestion was an additional 0.01% per level, capping this ship at 0.45%. That... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, now no, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I had recommended that be the cap. The cap on the ship now is 0.1%. I had recommended 0.45%. And even that, Bubba Joe, looks to be an incredibly low number. 0.45% at max? It's a very low number, but it's not. Not when you consider the size of bases. And further, for those who say there's not many bases, too many bases that are too small, I am going to now point you, Bubba Joe, to a slight bit of precedent. I'm going to point you towards October and November and December to a degree, not as strong as October and November. But I'm going to point you towards 2021 fourth quarter, folks, fourth quarter. And Bubba Joe, we have never been able to mathematically do this. Ripper, as a matter of fact, has expressed interest in potentially creating this feature for stfc.space, but it's going to take a lot of time. We haven't done it yet. But can we as a community, can we as a community agree or disagree that fourth quarter resource payouts have been record-setting. 
V-Ready, I remember your quote in the November show. This has been the best-paying arc of all time. Karkin, you said the same. You said the same. People in the chat have talked about, Bubba Joe, their accelerated timetable, their plans for promoting ops. And it's been accelerated. Wasn't as pronounced for the lower levels, but yes, absolutely, it was a better. Okay. So I might point at a pattern that is beginning to emerge, Bubba Joe, that resources are going to become more plentiful in the game. They already have. They always have, really. You look at all of 2021, Bubba Joe. Go back to December of 20 and tell me if December of uh, uh, tell me if September of 21 had more resources being issued. I mean, come on, evolutionary scales, right, people? Yep. More resources have continually been coming in, but fourth quarter was big time. Fourth quarter was big time. This indicates to me. A couple of things. One, resources are going to continue to scale towards the upper, to scale towards levels that they've never been before. Bubba Joe, why would that be? Why would more resources be coming into the game than ever before? Scopely is not known for being generous. Why does it make sense? Because they are trying to push people higher in ops. Why would they want to do that? And why does that even make sense? Like, why why do I need more resources if I want to go higher in ops? Don't I just press the button? <laughs> well, because uh, there are there are shifts in the game where you go from having to spend thousands of resources to millions to billions to hundreds of billions of resources, and they are they are step changes. They don't appear gradually. Wait a second. You mean to tell me that the cost of a of a building in your base at ops fifty three costs more steel? Than what truck and chick has to spend at Ops Thirty Nine? Uh, yes, and and I might go so far as to say, is the steel I have to spend at Ops Fifty Three might be more than the steel I had to spend in that same building at every Ops level prior to that one, other than maybe the one right before it. <laughs> You're mine. That's ridiculous, truck and chick. Are you hearing this garbage nonsense? Are you listening to Bubba Joe the whale? Are you listening to this truck and chick? He says. That the cost of one of his buildings is more steel than you've ever had to pay combined. You buy that. Oh, Truck and Chick must be busy at work. Stevens Aaron or Karkin. Do you guys buy, buy that? that? You buy it? No, I'll, I'll go with you. That's crazy talk. Crazy, crazy talk. talk. <laughs> he's crazy. Except he's mathematically correct. I mean, there's no doubt about it, folks. Scaling your ops costs more. It's crazy. Exponentially. Right. Exponentially more, right? Absolutely. All right. Fun by, fact, going so, from by, zero but, to 30 is a billion. Oh, from going from ops 30 on what building? Let's just get specific here, folks. Ripper, what no, building? No, just going from ops zero to ops 30. <laughs> For all buildings, Bubba Joe. Oh, that makes you even sicker, doesn't it? For all yes. buildings. <laughs> All right, for everything in your base to go to Ops 30, you have to spend only $1 billion. And I presume, Ripper, that that is a base figure. Even worse. Right? Uh, is that base? I mean, or it's you only re- the required buildings and stuff. But, required you know. buildings? But then but it just goes up steep. Hmm. Short says, so wait, what you're saying is rating after 50 is pointless? <laughs> not anymore. shorts shorts i could you know what i could kiss you right now 
Thank you. Yeah, I know you didn't mean to because Shorts actually doesn't like the new ship. Uh, <laughs> I could kiss you right now. Okay. You're right. Before yesterday, rating after 50 was pointless. How many 50-plus bros we got in here that have rated in, since they've been 50? Jesse, have you rated? You told me in the last show you haven't rated in a year. Nope. Bubba Joe? And... Nope. You, no? Wambulance says no. Jay Berg says no. Okay. Ape13 says until today have not rated since Ops 44. All right. And Eddie. Oh, Eddie. He says, so you admit it's a whale ship. Oh, Eddie, you caught me. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Let's explore this a little bit. All right. Size of bases. Size of bases. All right. That's the thing. That's what everybody's complaining about. Very quickly, let me throw a math nugget on you. I'm going to use 7.3 million. That is the maximum current capacity of my best miner with all maxed buffs, officers, exocomps, everything. 7.3 million. All right. Uh, I am going to use a figure that everyone can be right here today, which is tier one, level five. Tier one, level five. Tier one, level five. Out of the box, Bubba Joe. Out of the box. All right. And by the way, the calculator also has a drop down button for Betor and her tier because she also will let you raid more. Okay. However, right now I've got Betor locked, Bubba Joe. I do not have her. She's locked away. Benefit zero. Tier one, level five. All right. Now, somebody with a level, you know what? I'll do it. I have a level five big mama. Actually, I don't even think she's level five. I think she's level four. I didn't even spend the XP because I'm a loser. All right. Guys, it costs 4,100 XP to take it to level five. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't do that, but I didn't uh, <laughs> for some stupid reason. I, don't know. I guess I forgot, Bubba Joe. I did, literally didn't think about it. Okay. So I'm actually level four right now, which is so dumb. I should hit the button. I'll, I'll do it right now. I'll do it literally right now. Boom. Click it. Done. All right. Uh, why can't. Oh, it's in space. I can't. Wait. Why can't I upgrade that? Oh, <laughs> wow. I am struggling. Okay, I just upgraded my ship. Now, uh, let's go ahead and assign a crew. I think my Borg officers are out, but I'm going to try here real quick. Let's see. Do I have a Ston available? Mr. Ston, where you at? Yo, Ston. DJ's paging Ston, please. No, my 4 of 11 is out. Oh, wait. No, it's not. It's in base. Okay, 4 of 11. Uh, who else do we want to use? 2 of 11, right? 4 of 11. Two, oh, wait, two of 11 goes into captain. Two is captain. Two, two is captain. Four, two forced on. Thank you. Whew. I am. <laughs> See, this is what happens when I'm trying to think on a dime. All right, two forced on. Here we go. Two, four, stun, assign. Here we go. All right, at level five. So this is absolute straight up math. By the way, I guess technically still can be slightly deviating for you because of research, because it is a survey, Bubba Joe. So all of your survey ships, all of your survey research on cargo is applicable here. Okay, just throwing that out. My number is 1,517,250. 1,517,250. I plugged that into my calculator. 1,517,250. Uh, okay, 
So for me, folks, for me, using this calculator, when I have a Tier 9 maxed Antares, I need available resources. And by the way, Bubba Joe, we also had to make an assumption in this calculator because there were too many variables, right? A logarithmic function, even worse, folks, it was a reverse logarithmic function. Oh, what a freaking nightmare to math this out. I should have just called Ripper, but he was busy with his own stuff. Okay, this was a nightmare to math out. A reverse logarithmic you function. Out your abacus oh, buddy, over. I had my TI-83 graphing calculator out and everything. Okay, this, by the way, needed one more constant. So you guys heard. I even asked Rev. I asked Rev on his show. I came in here. I talked about it in the chat here. The constant that I needed for a variable was how many hits. How many hits, Bubba Joe? Because if we do one hit. Well, it's obviously easy to calculate, right? But what about this ship adds a degree of uncertainty, Bubba Joe? The shipability. The shipability. You got it, Jay Berg. This is actually a diminishing return. Okay? With an Antares, I get the same amount every single scoop. It's easy to calculate. Number of hits times cargo. Boom! Done. This one will change the amount that I grab every single scoop. So here's what we had to do. Now, Captain Planet, he says how many hits is the break even until it matches the Antares, then switch. Actually, that's not what we wanted to, to do here. You could do that. All right. You could do that. But here's what we did. Bubba Joe, the math that we calculated was a break even uh, point where the size of the base is the output mm -hmm. all right the size of the base is the output so this output determines for you the size of the base that is needed to have an, an available resources rateable resources which means outside of protection which why which is why there's a degree of estimation here a, a degree of non-accuracy because you never know what your enemy has protected all right we base this off of 300 hits, Bubba Joe. 300. Now, I pinged the community for this, and since then, Bubba Joe, I've been told that it's probably less. All right? 300 hits is what I did. I graphed out 300 hits of a raid. Divine says that's too many. You know what? Y'all came up with the number. <laughs> All right? Y'all came up with the number. Joker, I am not smart enough to do that. He said, can you make it a part of the variable? Y you can, but there were manual adjustments that had to be made for this logarithmic function, and I do not know how to account for it. All right? Somebody, a mathematician out there, could probably 100% help me with this. Okay? Lo uh, Lock me says, does it take into account the cargo of the amalgam? You're fired. No amalgam on this show. <laughs> Just kidding. It's Big Mama. But yes! Lock me. That's why that's an input. You have to factor in your traditional cargo space as well. Now, here's what I'm here to tell you, folks. People said, Bubba Joe, well, you need 100 billion base in order for this ship to be worth it. Fake news. Fake news. Here is the absolute math based on 300 hits. Now, somebody's going to help me redo this calculator for an input of hits. That'd be great. The break-even point for 300 hits is 39 billion this is out of the box bubba joe 
Now, that's still a lot, right? $39 billion. <laughs> My server doesn't have bases that are $39 billion. That's too much. Except what is the beautiful thing about this number, Bubba Joe? We use 300 hits. And the ship has a diminishing return, which means it's stockier up front. Correct? Yep. Which means, folks, at 300 hits, which is somewhat rare, but that was the number y'all told me to use, raiding for two and a half to three hours. That's what you said. I don't think most people raid for two and a half, three, three hours, but, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. Liam says, the break-even is when using a faction miner makes sense instead of the amalgam. You got it. You got it, Liam. All right? For me, at 300 hits, $39.5 billion available, which means that base probably needs to be showing 42 or 43. Bubba Joe, agreed? Agreed. Agreed. You got to take into account the protection, the vaults. All right, but 42 or 43 is what it's got to be shown at. Uh, 39 and a half is my break even. By the way, if we change it to 200 hits, that number goes down. If we change it to 100 hits, it goes down. If we change it to 50 hits, it goes down. Scaly back has it exactly right, which means if your raid gets interrupted, you are stocking up heavier in the beginning. This ship is a smash and grabber, Bubba Joe, meaning that you're going to do the absolute best right up front the longer you go it it lets you choose your efficiency bubba joe the longer yes. you go the less you gotta gotta be really worried about it right so i i i want to come back to this point and then we can i i, I don't want to completely derail the conversation here but if you're on a server that is still locked behind ops 39 mm -hmm. then you're not going to have a lot of bases that have 40 billion cargo right you just aren't possible yeah, um, there's one counter yet. to that Yet. Yet. You will, as soon as people get into the 40s and the event rewards that have been absolutely absurd for the last four months continue, you're going to have these bases to go raid. So, you know, get except, the now, do the solo stuff, but you're right. Go ahead. It, well, except that most of these event payouts, Bubba Joe, have been starting at Ops 38. And, and, oh my God, think. Think about this, Bubba Joe. What if your server is stuck what if you're sure your server is stuck at 39 that means those 39s can't spend resources at least not the way they would be if they were doing buildings so what happens then bubba joe they just keep stocking yep they just keep accumulating not to mention emperor says well hey dj maybe it's also a point that a lot of these younger servers might have slightly underdeveloped faction miners. You daggone right! Who told me a minute ago that their faction... Chick, Chick, what was yours? I'm using 7.3, by the way. Let's use three a... And a three and a half. All right, I'm going to put in 3,500,000. Guess what, Truck and Chick? Oh, my dear Lord. Guys, listen to this. Truck and Chick. At 3.5 million on your G3 faction miner, do you know what your break-even point is? What? 13.5 billion. It dropped by almost two-thirds, folks. 13.5 million. This, by the way, uh, sorry, 13.5 billion. This, by the way, also assuming 300 hits, chick. 
if you go at it and you do 100 hits, it's going to be even smaller. Now, Bubba Joe, the entire chat is telling me how to how to factor in the number of hits as a variable. We'll do this after the show. I'm not doing this right now, but thank you. Send me a PM and we'll work together on it. Because you're right. I'd love for it to be a factor. I would love for it to be a factor. All right? I just don't know how to make it, just don't know how to make it work. But uh, by the way, to the mathematician who said this, Bubba Joe, see if this sounds familiar. He said this looks like uh, a reverse mortgage amortization calculator. <laughs> That's exactly what I told Bubba. When we were trying to figure this out yesterday, I said, dude, I'm pretty sure this is like a reverse, not not a reverse, but like a, a backwards amortization schedule. Correct. That's yes, that's that was exactly the exact what I conversation. Said. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. That's what this is. All right. So think about it from a banking perspective, folks. I mean, if we're gonna get financial about it, if you pay more interest up front, what happens to the size of the loan? What happens to the term of the loan? If you, if you have a car payment, you spend an extra $50 in, is it just taking $50 off the loan? No. No, it's taking 70 or 80 or $90 off the loan. Okay? Because you're avoiding the interest. Here's the same thing. You're smashing and grabbing up front. You're taking it up front. Truck and chick, tier one, level five. If you can run across a, a base that's showing 13, 14, 15 billion, Go nab that brother. Well, once I get the amalgam. The big mama. The, the amalgam. <laughs> the, the, the mama. We need amalgam. the mama. The mama. All right. Now, you're right. That's that's the next piece. We just talked about that at the beginning of the show, Bubba Joe. Well, it's locked behind a paywall. I, I know. I know. I'm not. I, I don't like that. All right. I, unless, unless, Bubba Joe, they were just going to come out at the end of the battle pass and throw the BPs at the end of the battle pass. Then I'm okay with it. All right? Because at least it's a month one ab- uh, uh, acquisition. Sure. But as I have shared with you, as I have been authorized to share with you, oh, Smoke Mohawk, that one is another one. Thank you, Bubba Joe. Read his comment. That's what I want to be your, your next counterpoint. Okay? Yep. What I would like to share with you as i already have what i've been authorized to share with you is that this ship is not free in its first month all right but there will be a grinder's path introduced soon i cannot tell you when i don't know what month number i don't know how long it's going to be i don't know if they're going to hand you the ship i don't know what kind of grinder's path is going to be i don't know any of that all right all i know is that this ship will be grindable We'll, we'll, we'll introduce a grinder's path soon. Okay? JT10 says, will the grinder's path be available to people that buy it, giving us a second one? <laughs> yeah. The grinder's path is going to be there. And anybody can engage. Okay? When it presents, which will be soon... That's all I can tell you. When it presents, which will be soon, you will have the opportunity to grind this out. Now, I don't know what the grinder's pass is going to look like. It could, it could be like we talked about with Grush. It could be three years, Bubba Joe. Could be six months. Could be 90 days. I don't know. I don't know. I am, however, encouraging, Scopely, for those of you listening, I am encouraging a rapid deployment on the grinder's path. Okay. I'm okay if you want to make the past six months, eight months, ten months, twelve months. I, I, you know, maybe, maybe not twelve. Maybe, maybe six to nine months, Bubba Joe. 
Okay? Okay. But the, the path needs to be here. Your, no, by the way, Barenzo, you say as soon, your word or Scopely's, it's my word. My word. I told you guys, right, Truck and Chick? I have seen the roadmap. Okay? I mm-hmm. know the timetable. It's my word. Soon. Okay? Not even a soon. It's a soon. Okay? You're not going to be waiting forever long to start acquiring the ship. But, Chick, like I said yesterday, I don't know what the actual acquisition path is going to be for this ship. It could be painful. I don't know. All right? I The, the only thing I would have done differently with the rollout of this ship, Bubba Joe, was to save a little bit of sentiment on this whole, you know, free-to-play versus grinder versus paywall. I, I would have launched that path day one. You can buy it to have it now, or here's the path where you can grind it out and it's going to take six months. I think that would have saved them some, some face, to be honest with you. I think that would have been a PR win because then nobody could have said it was paywalled. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that would have been my complaint. All right, that would have been my fix. So, Scopely, please, please strongly consider a rapid deployment on the grinder's path. We, whatever you decide the grinder's path should be, it should be quick. Okay? Because then, then if everybody can get it, if everybody sees the timetable, and, and I'm talking about how great it is, and Ripper's talking about how great it is, and Truck and Chick is hopeful, okay? West Style in my alliance, Wardod in my alliance, who actually, we tested this last night on camera, which, by the way, at the time, my big mama was only level three. And I still scooped off of a base, off Wardod. He dropped tag. And I scooped 125 million. 125 million off one scoop. Now, he had a monster base. Monster base. But do you have to give that back? No. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, he he still we're, we're the ledger's not even. He before I was in his alliance, he rated me like a beast. All right, he 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 warded me or warded me. Wardod rated me like something fierce all the time. Okay, how monster big? He had over one trillion. All right, it was right at. As a matter of fact, I've got the math right here. We still got the sheet up. He okay. I lied. I lied. He had. 960 billion showing. 960 billion. All right, so close enough to 1 trillion. 960 billion is what he was showing, and I pulled 125 million off of that. As a matter of fact, listener of this show and gold patron member, Fog on 15, <laughs> he had to come help me crack the base. <laughs> because I tried. He's an Ops 51. I'm an Ops 43, and I was doing it with G3 Epics, Bubba Joe. Okay, uh, <laughs> didn't go so well for me, which, as it turns out, Bubba Joe, might be next on your list. Let's proceed. So the next the next the next legitimate complaint that people have said is, well, I've, I found the base, but I can't get in. I found this base. It's got one point three trillion in resources, but it's five hundred and eighty five million power. Mm-hmm. So the, the argument becomes getting in, right? I yep. can't crack yep. the base. Scalyback, I even mentioned you, buddy, in my video yesterday because your voice just kept popping in my head. Your voice just kept coming out. Well, I can't use the ship. I can't crack the base. I can't crack it. But do you have to? Because what did I do last night? Wardod, Fog, 
What did I do? I phoned a friend. You- That's right. I begged for help. I asked. <laughs> okay. I asked for help. Now, that may not always be available to you. Okay. That's right. I dialed 1 800 Scars My Friend. <laughs> okay. If, You're right. It, only- it would be a 1 900 number, actually. <laughs> That's what it, <laughs> that would be. It would be a 1 900 number if I was calling Scott. All right. So, yeah, I had to I had to phone a friend. Then Big Bad Ed says, "Well, then you got to share." Good. That's the point. That's the point. Let me ask you. I know that some people like to solo rate. I get that. But but with this ship, does it actually make sense that that you should solo raid or should you I mean, it's a smash and grab mentality, Bubba Joe. The first hit is the best. Every hit after that is going to be just a little bit lower. All right? And, by the way, the calculator counted on 300 hits. Why might, V-Ready, why might I not be able to get 300 hits in? V-Ready fell asleep. It's very late. Karkin, why might I not be able to get in 300 hits? Well, you got other people attacking with you. Okay, so maybe I am going as a team. Okay, maybe I am going as a team. Why else? Come on, come on. There's like five different reasons. Their alliance may show up. Okay, there you go. What else? Sorry, shields. Someone wakes up. That's right. Okay. What else? There's another shield. Uh, Okay, that's fine. It'll slow you down for a minute, but that's fine. All right, next. You get tired. Okay, I hadn't considered that one, but okay. Next. <laughs> shorts. <laughs> what did shorts write? Your wife tells you to stop playing STFC. Also on the list. Okay, that's also good. <laughs> Baby wakes up. Your Wi-Fi goes out. You emptied the base. All right. You got done with your poop. Okay, there's all kinds of them. All right. Uh, Snake Eyes had it right. How about Armada or uh, Raid Disruption? It's stolen from you. Okay, there's countless reasons. You ran out of beer, right? Okay, there's countless reasons. The boss walks in. Thank you, Eddie. There's a gazillion reasons. The game might crash. Thank you, Adam. There's a gazillion reasons that, that you might not get 300 hits in. Okay, which are, by the way, all of these are reasons that you should be rating with the team anyway. What's the idea? What's the idea of rating? Anybody, real quick, just what's the point in rating? Truck and chick, why rate? To get resources as fast as you can with this as little cost as you can. Okay, to get resources, okay? Does it make sense for you to take $100 million off of another player? Or if you could take $100 million off a player and three of your teammates could also get $100 million? I, I personally, DJ, you're not going to sell me on group rating. I like rating with one other person. It helps me get a good rhythm so that between the two of us, we can constantly have that base being hit. I'm okay with duo rating. I understand why. I totally do understand why duo rating would be good. Okay. I, I can get behind that. All right. I still do believe in the dogpile mentality because the dogpile is going to drain that base faster. Okay. Well, and sometimes when I'm being selfish, I'll load up 
two or three miners and run a train on a base by myself doing the same thing where the base is continuously being hit with the cycle of hitting, recalling, sending back and hitting again. I can drain a base pretty fast running three miners. Okay. And all mathematically, of my- mathematically though, is that mm-hmm. second and third raider as efficient as the first? No, not as you're you're right there, okay. but it's I mean each of my faction miners are over two million. So it's still mathematically slower. But I'm getting eight million per cycle versus three and a half million with just one ship. But mathematically, follow <laughs> me here. I'm that base. I'm that base is emptying, emptying slower. Now, yeah. listen, I'm not going to discount your point. If you want to rate it by yourself, listen, I've rated bases by myself. You guys have seen it on stream. I have absolutely rated myself. I've loaded up two ships, and I, and I can do it. Okay. By the way, Chick, I would not ever, ever, ever use a third. Okay. Try to, try to work out your rhythm so that you could use two, because at least well, then you're using your best land, two. Sometimes I land on the other side of the planet, and that third just makes it so that the base is always being hit. That's all I'm trying to do because I've had people PM me while I'm raiding them absolutely pissed off at me uh, because they can't shield because they're always being hit. I can't keep that good of a rhythm with a dog pile. Okay. So there's reasons on both sides. All right. If we're talking about the fastest way to, to drain this, okay, then it is with your team. Plain and simple. Okay. Yeah, you might you might get a little bit less. But the team gets more. The family. The family, Bubba Joe. We're here, I, I do, yeah, we're here I for the family. If I can. But sometimes, shoot, I'm feeling very poor right now. I'm having PMs with Finally Famous, shout out FF, here listening. You know, and he showed me his base. And I'm like drooling because I want his billions. I'm <laughs> less than 10, I'm less than 10 billion per steel right now. I, I feel empty i get that i understand i understand okay but here's one other flip side trucking chicken maybe maybe this isn't an issue for you maybe you have a a tier 10 uh newton but if you're sharing the load on cracking that base you're probably spending less just to get in in the first place how can i have a tier 10 newton well that's kind of my point (laughs) <laughs> um, that's kind of my point but see i also mentioned in the last podcast that i like to i like to snap through a whole system and mm-hmm. take nuggets and you know i don't always look for the big score if i find a big one then yeah i call one of the bigs in my alliance and we crack it and we have a feast we have a buffet for the whole family but if i can move into kepler and crack open 12 bases and come home with 10 billion over the course of those 12 bases it's worth it to me and that's cool but guess what those snack sized nuggets are not the point of big mama big mama is here for that wide open whale bubba joe and when i say whale i don't mean a spender i mean gargantuan sizes of resources it could be a hoarder golly has anybody looked at uh has anybody looked at um our friend, gosh, his name just left me. It's on the tip of my tongue. Our free-to-play Ops 45 friend, okay? Has anybody looked at his base and looked at how many resources he's holding? Dekix, thank you. How many resources is Dekix holding in his base right now? And he is free-to-play by the furthest opposite end of the spectrum uh, of whale, Bubba Joe. Dekix 
is holding hundreds of billions. Hundreds of billions. Free to play. Now, he is a rare breed, admittedly. Okay, He is a different kind of animal in this game, Bubba Joe. But you don't have to be a whale. All you got to be is somebody who likes to save up a little bit of resources, maybe for a dump, maybe for a blitz, whatever. Maybe you're just, you prefer a slower speed of progression. Maybe you don't like to use speed ups. Maybe you don't like to use latinum for speed ups. Maybe you, do, you don't want to use speed ups at all. Maybe you just let the timers roll out, Bubba Joe. Yep. There's a million reasons why somebody could have a bunch. Okay. Anyway, now let's come back to your point. I'm getting very sidetracked on this ship today, Bubba Joe. <laughs> I can't crack it. That's unusual. I know. Never happened before. <laughs> I can't crack it. All right. Well, you can call a friend. You can phone a friend. You can gang up on it as a team. All right. That's if you find the base, right? If this is your raid. Right, Bubba Joe? Your raid. You found it. You popped the bubble. You want to crack it. You do it for your alliance. Now, if I am in an alliance with Bubba Joe, guess what I'm going to do? Yo, Bubba. Hey, Bubba Joe. Yo, what you doing, man? Oh, yeah, man. That squirrel gravy was great. You still got some? Yeah, listen. Hey, bring some over. When you do, would you bring would you bring that Kof Sompek and crack this 250 million base for me in one shot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. I'll make you more squirrel gravy. Absolutely. All right, thanks. See you in a minute. Click. The squirrel gravy is what what really sold that right there. Absolutely. Okay. He wants the squirrel gravy. I need my buddy to crack the base. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's it's awful, Captain Plant. It's just terrible. <laughs> squirrel gravy. Blech. All right. Anyway, I'm going to phone a friend. Okay. I'm going to ask someone to come and help. I might post it in my team. If my alliance has the, the opportunity to help me, if my alliance can come and help me, great. Okay. If somebody can help me, that's what I'm after. If I found the raid, Bubba Joe, I've laid it out. Right here, like four or five times, nobody in the chat is picking up what I am laying down. Bubba Joe, can you interpret my DJism, please? I, no. No? <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, truck and chick. Come into voice where everybody can hear what you're saying. You're talking about being sneaky, sneaky, and stealing raids. I am talking about maybe, possibly picking up a load where you're not supposed to. <coughs> okay? Guys, let's look at the mechanics of this ship. The mechanics of this ship. While it is not yet available, while it is not yet available, and listen, no, I'm not saying stealing wars. I issued a very plain suggestion to large VIP alliances out there. Okay. I obviously they could do what they want to do. I got no bearing. I don't, whatever they can listen, not listen. I don't care. Okay. Whatever. Everybody's going to play their way. Everybody's going to do what they want to do. If somebody wants to start a war, they can start a war. That's fine. This is what I said. Okay. Eventually, 
it's going to happen that this ship will be cloakable. Okay? Now, just mechanically speaking, just mechanically speaking, Bubba Joe, what does that mean? Mechanically, take the politics out of it. God, you guys are all crying about the ROE. Guess what? Give no poops about it. It's up to you to decide. I am merely here to tell you how it can work. If your politics on your server prohibit you from enjoying this ship, that's a you problem. That's a your server problem. Not a me problem. I am laying it all out. These are the mechanics. Bubba Joe, mechanically speaking, how does a cloak work? Uh, prevents you from being seen uh, out in open space. Okay. Uh, and then potentially prevents you from being recognized in the battle log. Possibly. Possibly. There's research for that. Just FYI. Okay. But not even not even going down that road because that's, politi- that's a politics thing, Bubba Joe. I don't care. I don't care if they know my name's in a battle log. All right. That's a politics thing. But you're right, mechanically. What have we talked about with stealing raids or, or defending raids, right? You intercept ships. We've said this with Armadas. Uh, if discos show up and you're at war, if you're at war and, and a hostile disco shows up, what's happening? What's happening? You got a cloak so you don't get t- taken out. Well, it, it's a disco. It's a it disco. Someone's gonna turn in. I, yeah, I'm going to kill that disco. I'm going to kill the disco as quickly as possible. I don't even care if he was going to jump in, Bubba. It it represents a risk to me. He dies. Okay? Now, if, if you're raiding a base, if you're raiding a base, and somebody starts flying in your broad general direction with a miner, and maybe you scan it, and you see that there's a max cargo shit, uh, max cargo crew on it, or worse, Bubba Joe, you see a speed crew, right? You see a pan synergy crew flying in your broad general direction. What happens? What happens? You're likely to take it out. You're gonna, you're gonna kill it. You're gonna kill it. Okay. Now, mechanically speaking, Bubba Joe, mm-hmm. if my mama is cloaked do i have to be worried about being intercepted well one of the ways you don't have to be either in or out well i'm certainly not going to have to be intercepted on the way in i'm cloaked. if you're cloaked right if you're cloaked on the way in then you're not going to be intercepted on the way in or if immediately after you hit the base you cloak then you're going to make it back to your base i can't do that there's a cooldown no, but you can't do both. You can do one. You can pick one. One or the other. Options. Well, now here's the thing. I see in the chat, somebody says, disco in, cloak out. If I disco in, I'm still likely to die. They know why I'm coming. Cloak in, disco out. Oh, yep. oh man. Now, God. God. Oh, Bubba Joe. That's expensive, right? We're talking about, we're talking about cloaking in. So there's Tetrions. Right, I'm not, by the way, gonna kill anybody in that miner. So um, I, there goes my Tetrion daily. Right, uh, unless, by the way, just side note, squirrel, squirrel. If you attack a base and win, and it's of the appropriate ops level, do you get credit for that daily? 
Just a thought. I, I literally just popped in my head. I don't know if that counts or not. Oh, Captain Planet and Divine says yes. Well, then you could still do your daily. If the, if the base is of the appropriate ops level, okay. Ooh, how interesting. So you can still get credit for the daily. Sneak, if I had the ship cloaked, I could have snuck up on you and Wardot doing your test. He, you know, I could have scored you a good You totally could have, Karkin, which is why last night we went to a very uninhabited, low-level system for the purposes of testing. Okay? But, yes, so let's go with Chuck and Chick. We're going we're gonna to cloak in. All right, we're going to take that base. And by the way, you already know what you're going to take because you've already roughly ballparked the math. You know if it's going to be worth it. Bubba Joe, if I can sneak in and I can take $7 million on that base, is it worth me cloaking in? Maybe potentially, maybe politically, socioeconomically, putting my alliance mates at risk maybe, uh, and then spending jump juice to get out. Is it worth it if it's $7 million or $8 million? Maybe. No. no. Oh, no? no. Okay. Um, no. But would it be worth it for $125 million? Well, now we're starting to get somewhere. Mm, mm. What? What if? What you know? What? What if it was all a super huge uh, steel wall, right? What if it was a super huge steel wall? Maybe, maybe steel's important to you. It, it is to Bubba Joe. All right, but maybe you're a player who doesn't need a whole lot of steel. Maybe I need titanium. Maybe I need dilithium. Right. So if it's all steel, then then maybe 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 then it's worth it, Bubba Joe. But I really don't need the steel. But maybe, I mean, maybe, right? Hmm, maybe not. Maybe not. What if it was a base like Wardod's? And out of the 960 billion, 600 billion of it was tritanium. Now, talk to me, Bubba Joe. I know <clears throat> that I've got a base here with a trillion resources. It's trite heavy. He's got more trite than steel. And I can sneak a single hit. Now what? Is it worth it? Definitely. Definitely, she says. Definitely. Once you get the ship. ship. (laughs) All right? Once I get the amalgam. This is what I was able to do no this is not my screenshot this is of my alliance mate west style who had a tier one level five i'm going to throw it in the graphics room and again really super kudos and props to wardon who literally let us uh, what what let us let us point number three bubba joe just for future sticky note who let us Come and test this ship. Take a look at that screenshot, folks. 103 million Tritanium. That was the heavy resource. Now, is that worth 700 or 800 or 900 jump juice? For a lot of players, probably. Yeah. It it was for me. Sure is for me. Okay. Trite, maybe, says Vengeance. Dill, definitely. Beer Truck says, on the other hand, Tetrions aren't super plentiful. Agreed. Agreed, which is why, why, and hear me now on the political piece, because I see the chat going nuts. Oh, DJ, that would never work. That would start wars. Listen, conglomerates, 
Listen, Kingmakers. Listen, VIP Alliances. There is a totally unrecognizable mechanic of this ship when it re, when, when, with, with regard to health of your server for progression. Let me ask you, Bubba Joe. If I... If I'm on a server, and it's a really small server, right? We're going to transport over. Uh, yeah, oh, thank you, Fog. I'm so glad you're here. Guys, uh, I'm going to throw this into the graphics room. This is what I wanted to show. Hey, Bubba Joe, take a look at this screenshot. Take a look at this one. Would you sneak in and potentially start a war for a single shot that provided you 178 million steel? Okay. 2.4 million deal. Okay, that's... And 455 million Tritanium off a single shot. Single shot. One shot. Oh. Are you asking me personally? The answer is probably not. <laughs> this is why I love having you here. We, just, we this, is, this, this is a rating ship. You don't raid. Well, or or now, is it? Is it Captain a rating Planet ship? Threw up, the one Captain Planet threw up. That I would do it for. Oh, look at, the, yeah, I was going to say that's in Coets right there. 1.8 billion, right? 7.3 billion steel. Okay. Right. <laughs> let me read a few comments. Hal 9000 says, I would let my alliance burn for that. <laughs> okay. Now I would port next door. Arian says, I would hit an alliance member for that. Okay. <laughs> Every little bit helps. Game on says I kill you. All right. Vengeance says I would start all the wars if that's what I could get. All right. Now, let me come back to my socioeconomic policy statement, Bubba Joe. The number of Tetrions in this game is limited, as is pointed out in the chat. You get 65 a day. This ship costs 35. Even if you had a full loot, if you had a full cargo of Tetrions at 200, you get seven cloaks and an additional one to two per day. All right? Just a what if, Bubba Joe. Let's transport over to Commander Taylor's server where there's only 10 of us playing. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It's funny but it's true and it's sad at the same time there's 10 of us bubba joe all right yep. we each have our own alliances because we don't even have enough players to form alliances all right um one day Ca commander taylor uh falls asleep and he's able to be raided now i find it i crack it uh and i'm gonna start to raid now if somebody smaller than me smaller ops level comes in to try to take that i could kill it Right, I could kill it if I could try, or if he cloaked in, discoed out, I'd, I'd just you know hunt him all the time because you know there's only ten players on the server. I don't have much else to do, so I could just hunt him all the time. But if he didn't get the resources, he couldn't upgrade, he couldn't promote his ops. He might get frustrated. He could quit. Then we'd be down to nine players, or maybe he does stick with the game because he's a glutton for punishment, and he decides that he's just going to keep trying. He's going to keep plugging away. He's going to do the event rewards, and he's going to try to try to progress from there. Now, let's pretend that that player is an Ops 35 for a minute. And guys, this is a big, big piece. We talked about it on the show the other day. An Ops 35. Ripper said just a few moments ago that 1 billion resources at base is all you would need to be an 
an ops 30 with regards to steel. All buildings, Bubba Joe. Doesn't that make you sick? Yes. All buildings. <laughs> scary. All right. Now, let me ask an ops 35. If you had one billion steel, Karkin, you're an ops 34. If you suddenly had one billion steel added to your inventory at your level at ops 34, how many buildings could you do with one billion? I'll wait while you count. Well, I'm pretty sure I could cover what's needed for the level. One billion. So Hold you- on, let me go count. Good count. I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our first break while Karkin is counting. And that's right. I'm going to take a break. All right. We don't want to do what we did the other day. It's been 90 minutes. Bubba Joe, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what this could do for your server. Guys, we're looking at the broadest daylight mechanic, Bubba Joe, but I think, I think Scopely is not dumb. I think there is a sub mechanic here. And I'm going to reveal it to you coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live on Duality Part 4's inaugural episode, The Big Mama. What does she represent for this game? We're going to talk more about it coming up. Plus, your event guide video and goodies to give away. It's all coming up right after this. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from 7-Up Yours, the carbonated citrus soft drink with an attitude. Looking for a dating app that puts the love in love handles? Join Quitter, the app designed exclusively for people who've already quit their New Year's resolutions. I like long walks on the buffet line and soft, slow cooked briskets. Quitter has thousands of singles who are dying to eat a double. My turn-ons include the oven and the microwave. Finally, a dating app that always leaves you hungry for more. I'm looking for a high-stakes romance. Porterhouse, ribeye, prime rib. So don't waste another night working out at the gym. Hit Jim's Bar and Grill with Quitter. Oh! 
Mama is here. What's up? Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Yeah, Pitbull and Blake Shelton, Big Mama. Uh, it's actually not the name of the song. It's called Get Ready, but it, it's all about Big Mama. Bubba Joe. Listen, can't you hear the words? Push your hands up. I can. Yeah. <laughs> Big Mama's here. Amalgamam. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to the Talking Check Live, Star Trek Fleet Commands Official Podcast. Back to the goodies. All right. Uh, here we go. Back to the goodies because we, we got limited time today, Bubba. We're nowhere near the point in the show that I wanted to be. All right. <laughs> let's, tell, let's talk very quickly about this sub mechanic. All right. Uh, the sub mechanic I kind of leaned into, I kind of hinted to shortly before the break. If I, I'm going to take, take 60 seconds here on a, on a public service announcement. Okay. There's a finite number of Tetrions, Bubba Joe. There's a finite... And, and listen, let's not pretend that the, that the cloak is going to be readily available either. Uh, listen, I'm not saying lay down your arms, okay? If somebody's coming at you to try to take your raid, take them out, okay? Take them out. But if somebody... If somebody was skilled enough, Bubba Joe, and yes, I do say skill, all right? Because people are going to say, there's no skill on this game. There are some areas of skill in this game. If you were skilled enough... To successfully navigate my defenses and were able to grab a scoop and get out. Me personally, and hear me, this is just a personal opinion. I'm on a soapbox, okay? You can take it for what it's worth. I don't feel like that is a war-worthy aggression. On the other hand, Bubba Joe, I look at it completely the opposite, and I say, that player is good. I'm going to recruit them. Okay? Honest to God. Like, seriously, no lie. If if a player has successfully navigated my defenses and beat me and taken 150, 250, or 500 million uh, resources out of a base that I'm raiding, and I'm looking for him, all right, and I am trying, and I see him, and I'm defending, all right, and he gets through anyway, Bubba Joe, I'm kind of going to feel like maybe a little impressed. Now, I know. It's, that's I'm, an audition tape, right? I think so. All right. Now, I know that not everybody's going to feel this way. I would encourage alliances that, that have these 17-page long sets of rules and all this stuff. Somebody told me, when I mentioned this yesterday just in casual chat, Bubba Joe, I was told that it would start a war. All right? Me personally, I would encourage... A, a, a little bit of restraint with something like that, okay? Because there's a sub-mechanic here at play. I began telling you the story of Commander Taylor's server. I stopped the raid. I defended Bubba Joe. That level 35 was not able to get his billions, right? He wasn't able to do it. I stopped him. I squished him like a bug. He's still 35. What happens next battle pass? Next battle pass rolls around. What ops level rewards are he get, is he getting? 35. Ops 35. Now, Karkin, before the break, I asked you a question. 
how many buildings would it take? Uh, would one billion resources help you? How, how many? Bi- I, I think that was a very weird question that just came out of my mouth. How many buildings can you build with one billion resources right now? Right now, I could probably get five or six, depending five or, on the building. Five or six buildings. Is there a chance that you could progress upwards? With that, like you could go to another ops level. Is there a possibility? That with the bill, uh, if you already had like a little bit going, you had, if you if you only had that billion, then it would give you enough to go up, but you wouldn't have any kind of you know blanket for the next go. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a substantial amount. Let's go with that. Okay, it's a substantial amount. All right. Well, now let's let's come back. That was one billion resources, right? <laughs> that was also one hit of Big Mama. One. Now, you did steal it. Shame on you, you criminal. You came in and you took my raid, but you got a billion. Now, I could squish you. I could I could fight you all the live long day. But what will happen the next battle pass, Bubba Joe, if he did push his ops? He's getting more resources. Wait, you mean by him furthering his progression that more resources actually present in the galaxy. Yep. All right. Now, I know that's that's a very weird mentality to have, and I'm only using 10 players, but you kind of see my super extremely dramatic example. What if Karkin was able to sneak in? Let's say he used his entire bank of Tetrions and he got 7 billion steel off my raid. Karkin, how many ops levels would 7 billion buy you? And I got to extrapolate upwards, but a couple of, could probably reach to, probably hit, they were discussing the 38 to 39, so you could probably get to 38 from where I am. Okay. 37, 38. Are the 38 rewards better than the 34 rewards, everybody? They just In keep getting better. I mean, just, just yes or no. Are the 38 rewards better than yes. 34? Yes. Now, that means Karkin's going to start getting resources. Now, I could war him. I could stop him. I could literally grief him until the cows come home. Or one month, one day, one night, 47 days from now, Karkin has been accumulating level 38 resources instead of level 34 resources, but he has a little bit too much maple syrup one night. And he forgets the shield. Uh, and he forgets the shield. Hopefully by then I'm completely drained of all my resources by leveling so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right. And then I'm Maybe. not so afraid of Big Mama. <laughs> the, point, the point is I might get back to you. Wardod has been keeping a ledger on me for two years. Now, it's a fun, playful ledger. I'm sure, actually, he probably does have it written down. Like, he's... That's probably a thing, okay? But he's going to get it back from me one day, all right? I'll get it back from him one day, maybe, possibly, maybe not. He's an Ops 51. doesn't matter, okay? Raiding was always about resources trading hands, right? I mean, let's face it. When you raid, why would you raid? Karkin, why do you raid? I asked this question 60 minutes ago. 
You raid for progression. Um, resource progression or war targets. War? Fine. Fun. Thank you, Ivana Vaughn. I love that. Raiding well, was all fun. Raiding was a lot of fun for me two years ago. I loved it. All right. But yeah, adrenaline. Thank you, Snake Eyes. Because you don't like the person, says Killer Ab. Okay, that's fine, too. Resources to upgrade, says Kirko. All right. I'm good with that. I'm good with all those things. All right. I'm going to raid to further my progression. That's the sign effect anyway. And in doing so, I'm putting more into the economy. Now, that is a weird thing to say, all right, because I know not everybody's looking at the, the World Global Health Society here, all right? But by doing so, you're putting more in. Therefore, more is rateable. And resources exchange hands. That is the entire mechanic, Bubba Joe, of rating, is that you're stealing from somebody. You're robbing it. You're thieving it away. Liberating. Liberating. Reallocating. Okay? You are thieving it from somebody. You're literally stealing a monetary equivalent currency right Bubba Joe yep you're stealing it now let me turn the page Bubba Joe when you're in an alliance and it becomes and 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 and, and somebody sends you a message Bubba Joe your alliance mate criminal ripper he's being raided what do you do well I don't believe them because criminal ripper would never be raided he just hacked the code so he can't be raided <laughs> He has the games only. He has the games only 365 day shield. Just throwing that out there. That's but. right. That right. You could PVP through. All right. You could go. You could defend it. Why would you even care? You're going to spend resources to defend Ripper. Why? Because he's my friend. Okay. So it's his fault. He didn't shield. Right. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there for hours and defend him, but I'll. I'll at least defend him long enough so that maybe we can get in touch with him and he can reshield. Okay. Oh, That's... when I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. You're not going to wake me. <laughs> That's it. All right. If if he's getting raided after like one or two o'clock local, they, they just go to town. All right. Go to town. Now, let's go one step further. Bubba Joe touched on it. I'm not going to defend him forever. So what happens then, Bubba Joe? It's in the chat. What happens when you can no longer defend? The boot and loot. The boot and loot. Now, why again? God, that's so barbaric. It's like cannibalism, right? We're going to take our young and we're going to eat them. Mm -mm. No, keep it in the family. Wait, what? Keep your guys progressing, not the enemy. (gasps) We're going to keep it in the family. Meaning that Ripper's sacrifice would be better served in our alliance versus someone else's. But but DJ, you were just telling people that they shouldn't go to war over someone being over someone getting some resources. Mm. Why won't you just let the other alliance have the resources? Well, listen, I'm going to try and stop him. For sure. I'm going to try and stop him. But if he happened to get a couple out, why would war especially, by the way, especially if the exchange was pleasant. You know, afterwards you send him a message and he writes back and sends you a beer mug and said, yeah, I didn't know if I was going to survive that one, you know, thanks, or that was fun or or something like that. Now, if he writes back and he's thumbing his nose at you and be like, God, you suck, 
Yeah, sure, go grind him to dust. Who cares? I do still believe that there's an element of good sportsmanship in this game. All right? And and smart Alex don't don't rank very, very high up there on my list of players who deserve courtesy. All right? But there is good sportsmanship. I lose ships every day to your Admiral Karkin. Literally every single day. Ask him if I <laughs> ask him if I have ever sent him a hateful message. Like ever. The answer will be no. Now, again, I'm, I'm telling you about my experience. I know that that's not the same for everybody. But my point, Bubba Joe, thank you for tying the two together. If, and this was observed, and maybe I shouldn't point this out on the official podcast of Star Trek Fleet Command, but let me point it out anyway. If you started a war, if you engaged in heavy PvP with an enemy alliance over these resources that have already been paid out into the game, Bubba Joe, we've said it on this show before. Does Karkin's alliance win or does my alliance win? Or is there a third party? Scopely wins. That's okay, too. Scopely wins. Now, Scopely wins a lot more than any of us. (laughs) All right, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. All right, and I'm fine with that. I've said a million times, I'm not, I'm not out to damage anybody. I know it's a business, all right? Heck, they have a pretty daggone decent product, Bubba Joe. Without this product, we wouldn't be here. So they got to win, all right? But I'm looking at a little bit bigger picture here. Is war, and we've talked about this. This is actually going way back. This is where Big Country told me to tread lightly, Bubba Joe. What justifies war? How long should war last? What's the end game of war? I have never felt that it should be about harming someone. Deterring? Possibly. Sending a message? Sure. Fun? Good with that, too. Malevolent intent? To get somebody to quit? To get somebody to to feel unhealthy? To get somebody to leave the game? That's never, ever been acceptable in my mind. Okay? So that's how I tie that together, Bubba Joe. Now, I'm off my soapbox now, okay? I don't care what you guys do. It's not on my server. It doesn't affect me. But, players, you have an opportunity, and where this all started, where this all started was how you can benefit from Big Mama without having to crack the base yourself, okay? You can have a, an alliance mate do it. You can have a whale buddy do it. You can steal it. Now, why else? There's one more sub-mechanic here. Bubba Joe, we just talked about the sub-mechanic, so to speak, the, the underlying health of the server, more resources, more exchanging of hands, more progression, right? Let's take you, for example, Bubba Joe. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, only because, tell you what, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to use Encoat as an example, only because we specifically talked about this last night. I don't know how selfish Bubba Joe is. <laughs> last night, it was brought up, Bubba Joe. Okay. And Coet says, listen, I am holding like something like one and a half trillion resources. I'm done with my progression for a little bit. I don't have really anything else that I want to be working on right now. And long term in this game, And by the way, you can admit it or not, I've seen the data. Long-term in this game, Gregor has mentioned it. Bubba Joe, you've mentioned it. How 
can I benefit my alliance? Right turn, Clyde, you've mentioned it. How can I turn around and do something good for my alliance? On occasion, there's packs, right? That's ultimately, again, Scopely wins. I buy a pack, he gives you something, Bubba Joe. You buy a pack, he gives me something. All right, sometimes they're worthwhile. Sometimes they're in the form of rewards, right? If we do this ticketed event, all right, and there's an alliance leaderboard, and I know that I can buy tickets, and I know that Karkin may not want to. But if I work really hard and the spenders in my team work really hard, then Karkin can get paid. It's a trickle-down thing for my alliance. So, Bubba Joe, what could potentially... And by the way, if anybody thinks that Scopely did not think about this, you're naive. Because Scopely clearly, very detailed and very intricately designed this ship. Bubba Joe, someone in your team just got vaulted. He's zeroed. He's got nothing. And he feels like, God. Man, this sucks. For weeks, I've been saving that up, Bubba Joe. For weeks, I've been saving it up. And, and now, I'm starting all over. Like, from 37 to 38, I'm going to be another three months. It's going to take for freaking ever. I should just uninstall the game, Bubba Joe. Piss on it. I'm done. We've all felt that way at one point or another, right? I can't. I, I'm out. Well, I'm defeated. What can you do, Bubba Joe? What have you been able to do up until now? Buy him a pack, if you wanted to. Help him go crack some bases and let him raid two crack million. At, for him. Go crack some bases, let him raid two million at a time. Look, Commander Cassie in the sure. chat writes, we always take our vaulted players to go out and help them raid it back. Okay? Now, there is a new mechanic at play, Bubba Joe, because if I was vaulted, Commander Cassie, I'm in your team, and I got vaulted, and I was holding 350 million steel. 350 million steel, Bubba Joe. That's going to take 175 hits of a player with a 2 million minor. That could take a little while, right? Might be hard to find a base. Might be hard to find a target. Might be difficult for me to immediately turn around and get 350 million steel back. But Bubba Joe, you're a whale. You're big time. 350 million to you is probably not going not gonna to damage you, right? 350 million steel is a rounding error. It's a rounding error. And, and, and for you, Bubba Joe, you probably have some whale kind, right? You probably have some friends that, that if you set yourself up right, they would probably be able to, at minimum cost, get into your base, right? Mm-hmm. Like we did last I mean, night. Foe came yep. by and cracked war. One shot is all it took of his north cut. One. And then with this ship, you're holding, you're holding, Bubba Joe, one trillion. I showed you the math on Wardod's base. 960 billion. How many resources did I get, everybody? How many? I told you, 125 million. Wardod is in the chat. He says, too damn much, Bubba Joe. <laughs> 125 million is what I got from one hit. Now, Commander Cassie, answer this question. Before you said we could be raiding for weeks to get this player back to where he was, 
or Bubba Joe, is this the closest we will ever come to a resource exchange market in Star Trek Fleet Command? Probably. Hmm. Hmm. Or could this be laying the groundwork for something that's uh, a little easier? What? So like right now, well, so right now you would have to leave your alliance. Like your alliance mate got hit. You would have to leave. You or they would have to leave the alliance so that they could then raid you, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe if this is a mechanic that Scopely actually wants to have happen, um, it will lead to the ability to have actual resource exchange. Um, so maybe that's that's something that, that that if this is a mechanic they want to have happen can can lead to that it, directly without having to leave the alliance to do so. I don't want to assume, Ripper. I don't want to assume that this was Scopely's intent on making this ship. I actually think it was not their purest intent, Bubba Joe. But I also think it would be incredibly stupid of me to think that they hadn't thought of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Scopely plans out a lot that sometimes we don't always see. We don't always recognize. Scopely's got a lot of... of there's a lot of intelligence behind a lot of their designs. Not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> okay? Sometimes there's something a little bit off. <laughs> all right? But, but there's a lot of intelligence behind this game's design. To assume that they had not thought about resource reallocation within your team would be naive. What if Karkin needed three more billion steel, but he had the mats, which might be opposite, right? Maybe the mats are the big problem, Bubba Joe. Actually, arguably, they probably still are. But what if Karkin had 10,000 multi-phase credits and he had, you know, a bunch of loyalty tokens to throw into the 30-day thingy, all right? And he had the materials needed to do what he needed to do but he lacked a couple of billion steel. But there's an auction, Bubba Joe, there's an auction going on right now, and Karkin could literally place. He's got the materials. He doesn't have the I resources. I could win it all. Can someone help me? He could win it all. And all he needs is to spend 60 seconds with your base, Bubba Joe. <laughs> Somebody who's vaulted doesn't need weeks to get back to where they were. They need minutes. All right. I am not saying that the intent of this ship was resource reallocation within your lines. I think it's a very minor subtext. The intent of this ship was large-scale resource reallocation within your server. Okay, Bubba Joe? Plain and simple. Whether you rate it, whether you give it, whether you ask for it, whether you crack it, whether you phone a friend, does not matter. The ship's ability of this ship was designed with one intent, Bubba Joe, to take resources out of this base and put them in this base. Agreed or disagree? I disagree. Huh. I disagree. Okay. Counterpoint. So the reason that I disagree is because if that was their intent, the resources would have gone directly to your base, not to a ship where they were vulnerable. Oh, well, listen. Scopely is not the uh, World Generosity Corporation, right, Bubba Joe? There needs to be a few boxes checked here, okay? And, folks, what would be one of those big boxes, one of the biggest boxes, the big, hugest box near maybe the bottom line of their report, Bubba Joe? 
<laughs> get what I did there? So I did get it. Thank you. It took you a second, didn't it? <laughs> Uh, so no, but the the problem is is that if the resources went directly to the base, then it is reallocation of resources into the server. But since they go to your ship, and if somebody hits your ship, say with because this thing isn't very defendable with basically any ship, and you were sitting on 150 million resources, there's not no ship that's going to give you that much mm-hmm. cargo, yep. and those resources just go into space. Yuppers. All right, listen, this is not the the Scopely give back hour, okay? Scopely going to get a little piece of that too, Bubba Joe. There's a tax. And actually, that tax has always existed, okay? I mean, seriously, it's always been there. It's literally been there since the beginning of the game. If you get blown up while raiding, anything in excess of your cargo, in excess of what your enemy takes, gets lost to the vastness of space. It's been that way forever, now the stakes are bigger, Bubba Joe. So what could potentially happen? Potentially, we see more defense. Potentially, we see more preparation, more engagement from the attacking alliance. Maybe raiding, as we talked about on the last show, gets back to where it was two years ago, where alliances clamored at the opportunity to go raid, where alliances would go and fill planets just to have an opportunity to pick up 20 million. <laughs> 20 million. God, that's so funny, Bubba Joe. We could do that in one scoop or two scoops now. But now this scales with the times. Everything has scaled in this game. Somebody, name me one, two, or maybe three items. Bubba Joe, Ripper, anybody, track and chick. Let's talk about items that have yet to scale in this game. Go ahead, anybody. All right, Looter says the refinery has not. That's arguable because it does scale by level, but it's it's pathetic scaling. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. It's pathetic, but it does technically. But I'm going to actually allow that one, Bubba Joe, because, you know, hey, 7G4 uncommon for me today doesn't really do anything. Okay, what else Are you has thinking not scaled? Of officer acquisition? Okay, I could do that. Barring the last three, four months, I would agree with you. All right, I think that well, they are. But I mean, any officers that you're acquiring at this point, like not not the officers you get. I'm I'm not talking about the officers you get during an arc. I'm saying, if I'm going to go get TNG officers, that chest is largely unchanged from what it was. Although they did add more officers, it's twelve instead of ten. But it's basically unchanged from what it was when the game started. You get ten per pull. Okay, I'll go with that. I'll allow that one. A monumental scaling, or a, 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 a minimum, very minimal scale, but yes, again, very, very minute. Okay. Let's go to the chat. Ah, I like this one. Thank you, Von Vaughn. What about uh, 10, 4, and 24 hour gift chest, Bubba Joe? Literally never been touched. Never. And up until about two, three months ago, Ripper. The 7 and 30 day loyalty chest. Never been touched. Almost three years in the game before they finally got their first revamp. Armada chest about, at the G3 level. Okay, good. How about hostile loot? Hostile loot table. Absolutely. God, what a miserable pain that is. One of these days, Bubba Joe, they're going to allow us to scrap Kira's to get our choice of materials. 
Like, not even. Like, here, trade in this one Kira BP, and we're going to give you one G4 rare. <laughs> Just kidding. That, that's never happening. That's never going to happen. <laughs> okay. How about the 6 and 12 hour mini events? I would agree with that, LMNOP, sub 50. I would agree with that. Thank you, Tiberius. That's kind of one thing that I was really thinking. How about specific events, Bubba Joe? How about Cal? It's been the same for two years. How about Swarm Sunday? Been the same for two and a half years. How about Apex? Been the same for 18 months without mm. change. Well, but the rewards, they scale with ops significantly. Uh, okay. Post 50. No, no. Cal, yeah. Cal was the, the Tritanium jumped quite a It would double every couple of ops levels. Oh, mine still sucks. And I guess, I mean, now, great. because you're 40. Well, and, and I was going to say, listen, there, it's not that they're bad bad rewards, okay? That's, I believe, where you should be getting your source of rare directives, all right? I, I think nobody should be doing anything with Cal other than rare directives, okay? Like, that's, that's my recommendation. Rare directives, they're worth more than anything else in that store. You need them more than anything else in that store for the events that are coming out that will, in fact, pay you more materials than you get in that store. All right. If you use the rare directives wisely, you will actually get more in event rewards than you get from actually buying those those resource and material bundles in Cal. But that's another conversation. Now, what I will say is that once you are higher ops levels, you are spending more on repairs to score the points that are required for that level, and the scaling of the reward does not keep up. You are not making money on Cal. If you complete Cal, you are losing losing trading. Okay. Like, there just isn't way about around that so that's fine and another one that they said was swarm swarm hasn't scaled changed at all so uh apex has not changed in the slightest although it is a little bit different uh at a few ops levels as far as the metals you get because that that piece of it does change with level but it's very minimal so you're right there's a lot of events that have not changed lat monday hasn't changed for anyone other than, uh, other than 51 plus in forever um so you're right there's a ton of different things that have not changed and need to Right? They need to keep up. Anybody hear me pouring myself a beer while Bubba Joe was talking? I, I, I did. Okay, good. <laughs> I was well, I kept talking. I, I put well, my I microphone to... I put the microphone right <laughs> down by the tumbler. I, I wanted it to be nice and loud. Uh, <laughs> Why well, I right. kept talking. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. I needed I needed to wet my whistle. All right. Guys, things we pray, we beg for things to scale in this game. All right. Sometimes they hear, sometimes they don't, sometimes it takes for freaking ever. And here is one. Three years later, rating got the scale of which it deserved. I am fine with you not liking the ship. Personally, at its core, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I don't like the fact that maybe I have to pay Bubba Joe for something that they should have just fixed because of the economy. But at the same time, like it's profit and it's business, and you know they gotta do revenue and they gotta have features and they gotta you know have stuff that people are gonna dump into packs. And I get that. All right, fine, whatever, is what it is. That will never change. If you want it to change, find a different game. And it'll be the same in that game. Because all games are written by corporations and businesses. They don't do it for free. They don't do it for fun. If you find an app that somebody wrote in his basement for fun, it's probably not going to look like this. Okay? Oh, no. Just a quick side note. Admiral Adam says, anyone else think the God Mode button is needless? No. No, I like the God Mode button, Bubba Joe. 
Uh, does everybody know what I'm referring to? The God Mode button is the button to the left of all of your building and research and scrap timers that allows you to collapse that into a very small little timer UI. Uh, no, not needless. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Bubba Joe, do you love it? Really? No. Why? It's stupid. It's dumb. Just what? use the arrow that's right next to it. Yeah, just collapse it completely. Maybe I want to watch a timer. Maybe I Why got. Why do you want to sit and watch a timer? Are you that bored? <laughs> what are you doing? No, in this not game? I don't mean like sitting and timer. staring at the timer. Listen, <laughs> if I'm sitting and staring at the timer, I'll leave it out. Okay. No, I'm talking about doing stuff in the game. Because by the way, if you activate battle bridge mode, it disappears it completely. Awesome. It disappears completely. Options, people. Options. I love the God mode button. Thank you, Scopely, for the God I mode button. I feel that is most helpful for those who have bought the multiple research and multiple building packs because then it's stretching out even further across Bubba Joe, your screen. I have seven queues going right now, okay? Two yeah, buildings, so three researches, you... one scrap, and one ship build. Seven! I if like very much. but not collapse it completely, it's, I, yeah. <laughs> I like very much. So just collapse it completely. Like, that's the thing I don't get. That's... No, you, you know, okay. Can, can my OCD rare here for a second? Sure. If I collapse it completely, I have a red pip. And man, red pips just irritate the ever living fire out of me. With with the the collapsible mode there, there's no red pips, and it actually makes my soul feel comforted. I cannot be the only person. I cannot be the only person who is in who is driven insane on a daily basis by the number of red pips in this game. I was gonna say, how do you deal with the bar that's directly above it? I, I've been I, trained out of. I use the tape. Need I, to hit the red chest I just put, because of the. I put masking so tape broken. over the screen of my phone. All right. How do you uh, deal with the fact that the <laughs> app itself always has a stupid red pip that you can never get rid of? I I, I use white out on my phone screen so I don't have to look at it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know retrieving. None of the pips are correct ever. Okay. Never. They're never right. I could do everything in my refinery and I'm still gonna have a damn red pip. Okay? God. <laughs> Captain Bull says, you know, I used to be like you, DJ. This game broke me from caring about the pips. It, I'm not there yet, buddy. All right? It's still like it triggers me in my head. All right? <laughs> That's right. Big Bad Ed says, why does the red blip say seven when there's three? I don't know! So, DJ. I would, uh, buy, a, I would buy a pack if you eliminated all the pips. Get rid of them all. Can't handle it. Probably. Probably should work on wrapping up the show, DJ. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. We got twenty minutes left. <laughs> the, oh, oh, god! Look at look at uh, Dio there in the chat. Thirty three thousand eight hundred ninety seven unread emails. I would stroke out, my man. I would stroke out. All right. Uh, so listen, we've talked about Big Mama. We've spent a great deal of time talking about Big Mama and the rating. All right. Let's spend a few minutes on what is not important, Bubba Joe. Actually, it could potentially be even bigger than rating, Bubba Joe. So, so I, from my perspective and where I sit, I think it's more important, ah. right? And the reason I think it's more important is that there are fewer bases out there for me that have a scale of resources that make it want me want to go crack them and raid them, right? Mm-hmm. So, for me, the PVE element of the big mama 
is more important to me. So that that I think that's worth talking about. So let's talk about that, right? Yep. Very quickly. Have, let's let's start the process. So, Be, well, hang on. Before you do, I, w- I want you to do the refinery. I meant to at the beginning of the show, and we didn't. If you do not have Big Mama yet, or if you are going to buy Big Mama in the next couple of days, or six months from now you decide to, uh, or eight months, or ten, don't take that literally, okay? Just months from now you decide to to unlock this ship. All right? Here's the process. Very simple. You're going to take Big Mama or any ship. I do personally recommend Big Mama. You're going to go to any of the skirmish systems, any of them, even the 48 one, Bubba Joe. It has level 31 traders. Okay? You're going to kill those traders. You're going to pick up uh, between nine and 11,000 plundered cargo. Okay? Even the 28, Snake Eyes says, has the 31 hostile. Right now, as of today's date, there's only one plundered cargo hostile, and it's a level 31. By the way, it can be killed with anything. You could take a Mayflower and do it. You could take a Voclos and do it. It doesn't matter. Okay? You could do anything, any ship, whatever. You could do it with a Horizon if you only want to take one trip. That's why I say I did mine with Big Mama Bubba Joe, so I didn't have to go back and make two trips. Okay? Level 31 is the hostile. It's super-duper weak. Use a full, di- uh, use a full cargo crew. Okay, you you could use five of ten, but that is only going to cut you down by one hostile. My goal, my thinking here is that I only want to make one trip. All right, I don't want to. I want to make one trip, and and what I want to be able to do is bring home one hundred thousand loot. Okay, it will take you between ten or eleven hostiles. Okay, that's the start. Take Big Mama or any ship, go kill 10 or 11 of these things, and bring home 100,000 plundered cargo. 100,000. 100,000. That's the key number. You're going to bring it home. You're going to dock, Bubba Joe. Then you're going to go into your refinery button, you know, the one with, like, the 17 pips, okay? You're going to go into the refinery uh, tab. Down at the bottom, the fourth tab over is the Big Mama tab, all right? It literally says that right in the game, Big Mama, okay? You're going to so go into the Big... It says Big... Scopely, I want this tab to be renamed big mama all right please just for just for a day i just want to screenshot it like i don't want it to be i don't want it to be photoshopped bubba joe i want it to appear in the game so that i can feel worth something to scopely uh please just just call it call it big mama anyway inside there you're gonna see two boxes that matter to you at this point you're gonna see the amalgam refinery don't do that yet you're gonna see plunder okay do plunder Plunder is going to open a box that's going to allow you to purchase one, uh, purchase one exocomp for 100,000 loot, Bubba Joe, or two exocomps for 500,000. On your first run out, folks, first run, purchase the one. No, Divine, not on the first one. <laughs> no, get just the just one. Just do the one, okay? Do the one. All right? Buy the one for 100,000. Now, max cargo on your big mama. Max cargo on your big mama activate the exo now the next piece of this depends on your preference bubba joe originally everybody yesterday was talking about discoing in but i am super super uh i have a mental block about wasting jump juice for convenience all right now if i'm wasting it for time because i'm working or i'm traveling or i got something to do with the family so be it but just because i'm impatient i try not to use it a whole lot unless i just you know have to 
But you could have used Disco to summon in because it is about a three and a half to five minute warp from pretty much anywhere on the, on the lower map. If you're in deep space, it's probably a little bit more. Uh, actually, no, if you're in deep space, you can't get out, all right, because the warp range on it is limited. So if you're down in lower space, about three and a half to five minutes, okay? I chose not to use jump juice. A lot of players did, okay? You could have summoned in, you hit a trader. Now, Bubba Joe, if you're using max potential cargo, max cargo, you will be able to only hit one or maybe two of these. One or maybe two. If the XO is active, by the way, just as a quick side note, you must activate the XO while your Big Mama is in dock, just like the other mining XOs, and it will only work on Big Mama. You can't take out a, a faction miner or something else. It only works on Big Mama. By the way, it also does not work on raiding. It works specifically on plunder cargo on Big Mama if Big Mama was docked when you activated it, okay? Now, we're going to go, Bubba Joe. I was able to hit basically one and a half. I hit one. It was 900,000 is what I got. Yep. But my cargo was 1.5 million, so I went ahead and hit a second one. I didn't want to do extra trips, all right? Now, I didn't get all the cargo from the second one. I only got like 600,000 out of the 900, but at least I went home with one and a half million. So then I recalled back. Now, if you're in those skirmish systems, you could suicide. But again, wasteful, wasteful. Because the repair bill on this ship is going to get larger. All right, I know it's not much right now. At Tier 1, it was like 8,000 trite. I'm good with that. I should have probably suicided. That was stupid of me not to. But nonetheless, I warped home. All right, because I don't like to waste speed-ups. I warped home. I unloaded. That was 1.5 million. The Tier 1 amalgam only requires 2 million loot. And that's the only chest that you've got. All right, one refine, two million plundered loot. That's the requirement. There's no multiple chests yet. There's no improved efficiency yet. Okay, none of that exists yet. You've got, there's no skins for Big Mama yet. None of that's here yet. All right, you got the tier one amalgam. Two million plundered loot for one refine. So I only have 1.5 million, Bubba Joe, so I wore back. Okay, I wore back. By the way, your XO is only good for one hour. All right, me personally, here I am talking about being efficient and not wasting, but Bubba Joe, I got my, I got my two million, I came home. Actually, that's not true. I did a little bit more than that. Some people went all one hour. Bubba Joe, you probably did. Did you use your XO? I for did. The, you did for the entire hour. Did. In the chat, very quickly, Bubba Joe, how many did you get? How much total plundered loot did you get in one hour? 33 million. 33 million. Here, Snake Eyes, 20 million. GK, 15 million. Woo! JT10 did 60 million. You were definitely discoing. Royal Power, 15 million. Starfleet Command, 22 million. Liam, 16 million. 16 million from Thing. Jonathan Ingram, woo! He was discoing 80 million. And there's the top of the cake. 80 million for Jonathan Ingram. You're our big winner. All right? It takes 2 million, guys. Now, I did take, I think, three trips, Bubba Joe. I basically brought home 4.5 million. I took three trips. Why would I bring home 4.5 million? Anybody? It's two refines. Buys me a little bit of flexibility just in case the and timer can buy runs the exocomp again. And it buys the exocomp again. Because, so I've done my six hostels. 
Three runs. That's it. Six hostels. I come home. I got four and a half million loot. Now I buy the two million loot from the amalgam refinery. It's going to give me amalgam parts, which then I'm going to go back and invest into my amalgam and getting it tiered up so that I can raid more and I can do bigger and better things. Okay. I can hold more cargo so I can take even fewer trips, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. It's also going to give me uh, amalgam refinery tokens. We'll come to that in just a second for Baba Joe. All right. Now I have 2.5 million plundered cargo left over. I've got a 72-hour cooldown, Bubba Joe. When my cooldown is over, what is next? Do I have to go and hit 100,000 worth of loot with, with any ship or even the amalgam without the XO on number two, Bubba Joe? Or was my 11 hostels kind of like a one-time buy-in? I'm not sure where you're going with this. Okay. The the 11 hostels, 10 or 11 that I had to get to get my first 100,000 loot. Do I have to do that every single time? Oh, no. No, because now you could just use the, the ah. exocomp to get the, get the loot faster. Leave yourself at least 100,000 left over, folks. And anybody, by the way, that was pulling 15 and 80 and 60 million and all this other stuff. Killer Ab, you're with me. You did 7 million, all right? You still got 5 million. You got a little bit of flexibility. Good for you. You got a little bit of flexibility. So there's, good there? there's one more thing that I want to make sure people are aware of. And uh, it, it, this is not the first time it has worked. And it's almost certainly will not be the last time that it works. But if you get close to tearing up your ship, the uh, refinery changes every tier of the yes. ship. Yes. Do the refinery tear up your ship, then immediately do the refinery again. Yes. It resets. Yes. And, and, and truthfully, don't wait three days. Yeah, don't wait three days. All right. And don't, don't, don't uh, go through multiple tiers without going through that amalgam refinery. Okay. Because that is arguably, Bubba Joe, for the non raider, that's the big payout of this ship. We're going to come to Bubba mm-hmm. in just like 60 more seconds. So day three rolls out. Okay. Your 72 hour cooldown is just about up. I am going to use my leftover loot. I may, if I'm Jonathan Ingram and I've got 80 million, I don't care about the XO. I'm not even going to buy it. All right, I'm just going to go straight to the Amalgam Refinery, and I'm going to do my 72-hour refine again for $2 million. Jonathan Ingram, with $80 million, is set for 40 refines, right, times three days each. He's good for 120 days. Jonathan Ingram, you don't have to kill another hospital for four months. Craziness. Okay, so for people, I, I did get a lot of comments, Bubba Joe. I don't like that this ship is making me grind something new. Guys, this is about as opposite a grind almost as it could be it's not a button push well it but it, it's six it, hostels it is, every it's three a new days hostel to hit but it's not oppressive it's it does six not gonna hostels. eat into your limit it's yeah. not a problem six hostels every three days is the bare minimum okay six hostels every three days now, bare minimum the other what? thing that i heard oh go ahead trucking six hostels is less than um anomalous phenomena once a week that's true that's true. And right. if you do it like Jonathan Ingram did it, he said, listen, I'll go ahead and give it an hour and I'm done for a month or maybe two. Okay. I mean, I like burst play. I do. I do all my Borg at the same time. This is way less than any of that. Okay. One hour so, every couple of months, says Jonathan Ingram. Then the other thing that I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to lead so, into you next. So the other thing that I heard a lot of people say is I can't find the open hostels. I get in there and they're all being taken. Mm-hmm. But you know what that means? Hit the other hostels that are in that system. They're not going to cause you rep loss. 
know, this is the systems they're in. Hit the other hostels. The miners will spawn. They will. Just or go to another you system. are absolutely fine getting, or go to another system. But you absolutely, they will spawn. You just may have to hit some other hostels to get them to spawn. So everywhere it matters. Everywhere matters says you could use a speed crew. Uh, I like the cargo more. Okay, I do. But uh, you know, yeah, you could absolutely. This is the capital city mechanic. It's lights and heavies, folks. Okay. Except they're just, you know, all a lot easier. But yeah, it's this mechanic. If you don't see any, you could do like Truck and Chick says and try a different system. Or you can bring a, uh, a sister ship and kill other ships until one spawns because it will force the spawn. All right. Uh, can Big Mama kill the system ships? No. No. But it can kill the traders. Okay. Uh, now, so we've done the amalgam refinery. Okay. We've done the amalgam refinery, by the way, Bubba Joe, which changes every single tier of Big Mama. It's not by much. We looked at the tier one versus the tier two. The difference is 50 parts. All right. And like, but hopefully it gets better at, at higher levels. I haven't broken down yet. But uh, so we got the parts. Okay. We use that to go back into the, sh- into the ship. And Bubba Joe, I defer now to you. We also earn amalgam tokens. Please instruct the players on where and how to use these. All right. So you have your amalgam tokens. And if you watch the video, you're like, DJ said something about Honor Guard Wharf mm-hmm. and being able to get it with the with with the with the big mama. How am I supposed to get this? So you go to your officers tab, you go to your recruit tab, and right next to standard recruit, between standard recruit and where Federation Recruit is, there is a new box, Amalgam Special. And in there, you can get one, two, ten, or hundred and ten honor guard wharf tokens from a single pull. You also can get some exocomps that are really worthwhile um, in terms of boosting your reputation for those players that are grinding reputation. This is a huge benefit. And then you can also get Tracker Jackers. Tracker Jackers. Let's talk about the Tracker Jackers. And, and thank you, Bubba Joe. Obviously, the value in Honor Guard Wharf, okay? The value in Honor Guard Wharf indicates percentage-wise that you are guaranteed one Honor Guard Wharf Shard every three days, okay? It is on the light side, Bubba Joe, but it's also a minimum, a minimally invasive mechanic, all right? Every 72 hours, you are guaranteed one shard. On the other hand, every 72 hours, you do have a free lottery ticket, all right? Because yep. it could, I mean, it's less than 1% at 10 shards or even a full pull, 110 shards, but it is a lottery ticket. I mean... Who wouldn't take a free lottery ticket every three days? I would, because you never know. I mean, it, it'll probably never happen. Probably never happen. But you know what? Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even a million players play this game. Somebody is going to hit a full pull of Honor Guard Wharf. You mark my words. We're going to see about it in less than 30 days. Less than 30 days, I guarantee we see one. All right, it's going to happen for somebody. Now, Royal yep. Power says, I didn't get enough to do that pull. Dang, got it, me neither. I got the crappiest pull. I got 250. <laughs> I didn't get it. Okay, I didn't get it. Uh, how much less than 1%? I don't know, because the game just says less than 1%, so I really don't know what it is. All right, but nonetheless, um, yeah, I didn't even get enough to pull it either, so mine was mine was 250 as well. Uh, Honor Guard Wharf, huge benefit. Grinder, long-term path, kind of like Grush. All right, even longer with Honor Guard Wharf, but I do have a feeling that this is going to accelerate over time. The exocomps are fantastic. There's no arguing now. The tracker jackers. Let's talk about the tracker jackers. Tracker jackers are being accumulated 
at less value than they used to be before. Bubba Joe, more than a week ago, Tracker Jackers were able to be converted at how much ratio? If I wanted one TOS Enterprise blueprint for a skin, how many Tracker Jackers did it cost? One. One. It was a one-to-one ratio. Now it is little bit worse. <laughs> little bit worse. Go into your refinery button where we just saw the Big Mama button. All right? It does say amalgam. Uh, find the Big Mama button. <laughs> and uh, to the right of plunder, you're going to see what is currently available, currently available, Bubba Joe, in this, dare I say, amalgam store. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a look. You got the original TOS G3 Epic skins. For the first time ever, you see the US or the ISS Jellyfish USS Constellation skin, the damage skin, the one with an actual really good utility. Okay? It's grindable. Now, going to take a while. Look at those costs down there. Thank God they're linear, Bubba Joe. 20 chests mm-hmm. is 1500, one chest 7500, so you're not paying a penalty to go quickly. All right? Uh, if you you know happen to get some you know, if you don't ever go in and pull them and you want to wait for a little while, which, by the way, is always my recommendation. Always, always my recommendation, okay? Wait till you have enough to buy what you need and then click through it, all right? But you got the G3 Epic TOS skins. You've also got three projectiles, by the way. All three projectiles have utility. You've got the Constellation skin. It has utility. And now. And? And yep. now, Bubba Joe. Arguably, maybe, in my opinion the most important piece in this amalgam store. And by the way, look at the cost. Look at the cost compared to the projectiles. It's half compared to the TOS skins. It's less than half and compared to the jellyfish skin. It's less than half. Do you think Scopely could be pointing us in a certain direction, Bubba Joe? Do you think Scopely is actually, I think that's completely accidental. (laughs) Do you think that Scopely has priced this? To a point where it might be possible for you to get the Big Mama cloak faster than anything else. Could this be something where Scopely's like, hey, you know, we're going to make this one a little bit easier to get because maybe, maybe it's something you should have sooner than later. Maybe. 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 Because we just talked about the cloak and what it could be used for. And I'm here to tell you, me personally, I can only think of one real significant application at this time for Big Mama's cloak. Now, Jules, <laughs> you, you, we, we talk about this on this show. Bubba Joe, Jules writes, it's going to take one year to get the amalgam cloak, and, and, if, you, and if you get 1,000 refinery tokens every three days and average 24 and 36 times 80 divided by 2,880 times 24 divided by 3 equals... 3.5 years to get the Constellation skin. Sorry, Jules, without respect. Uh, with Sorry, obviously not without respect. Uh, with all due respect. It's terrible. With all due respect, that doesn't fly here. <laughs> okay, because those levels of acquisition literally never hold true. You can math it all out on day one if you want. I would bet you a crisp $5 bill that six months from now that plan looks different. Okay? Because, Bubba Joe... 
Let's open uh, if you can. Actually, most people probably can't. You're on a 72-hour cooldown. But inside that amalgam refinery, Bubba Joe, do you remember what the alignment looked like for the $2 million? I know this is silly, but, I mean, it should be observed. There was one button for $2 million. Yes. Hmm. And it was, was shifted a, all the way to the left. There was a lot of space in there, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. A lot of space in there for extra buttons and uh, extra chests, possibly. Uh, when but the, you're right. It's probably never going to be enhanced. We're probably never getting a second nah, chest for fine. Nah, probably not. Ever. No, no. Scopely hates skins. They're not making them any money at all. As a matter of fact, the Meridian skin was probably one of the worst of all time. As a matter of fact, it was so bad, Bubba Joe that it was the number one requested item for this event store. Um, and moreover, uh, it didn't make it into the event store. But Scopely came out yesterday and said, ah, indeed, in fact, we will add it to the event store per your request. Uh, as are the other minor skins, Bubba Joe. I believe the G4 skins are going to be showing up in the event store. Uh, does Nova have a skin? Nova has a skin too, doesn't it? Nova has three skins. Nova has three skins. Uh, from what I understand, I, I now listen. Don't hold me to this because they said the other minor skins is what they told me. I presume that means the G four and the Nova, but they didn't specify. So, uh, I am in the game right now. Meridian, Bachor, Hydra, and Vortivore are already in the score. Okay, so, so maybe they're not going to do the Nova. I don't know. Like I said, I, they, they just told me the other miners, including the Meridian refit, will be there. Okay. Uh, by the way, what also is not showing is the cultivated... My wife is calling. It's about time to go, Bubba Joe. The elite cultivated mycelium uh, uh, box is not in there. They said they were working on that. Uh, they were trying to find it. Uh, crazy enough, you know, we haven't had it in a couple of event stores. They actually can't find the event, the, the bundle ID. Maybe Ripper could help me out. I haven't even asked you about that yet. The last time I think we had it was in... December of 20. I'm pretty sure it could have been in March of 21, but I honestly don't remember. I know we had it in December of 20, so I don't honestly remember, but maybe Ripper can help me out with that. All right. <clears throat> so there you go. The, uh, the event store and the path, the PVE loop for Big Mama. Very quickly, <clears throat> very quickly, because I have to go. It looks like it's going to be another one commercial show, Bubba Joe. Too much information, very little time. Uh, announcements, very quickly. Um, let me make through my notes here real quick. Okay, I was going to tell you about the Borg event, but it's over. So let's table that one, Bubba Joe. Um, we'll table it till the next show. I know that people did not get their gift chest with two directives. I know why. I will share it with you on a future show. It was not an accident. I do disagree with this decision, but they gave me a logic. It makes sense, uh, and I will share it with you. But uh, you may... Be prepared for the next 60 days-ish uh, when this event runs again, Bubba Joe. The gift chest is no more. Uh, we'll tell you why coming up. Um, yes, my wife is calling me. Uh, real quick, the the Amalgam Gotcha, or the refinery, not the refinery, but the recruit box, Bubba Joe, it says uh, Amalgam tiers 1 through 5. All right, mm -hmm. that means it stays the same all the way through tier 5. At tier 6, the only change that we do, whoops, the only change that we do, in fact, get from tier 6 uh, I've just now put into the graphics room. Uh, it literally adds a 1% chance at 1,080 tracker jackers. Everything else pretty much stays the same. All the wharf and... Uh, oh, and the exos change. 
Um, you lose the G3 XOs. You only get to keep the G4 XOs, which actually, in hindsight, makes sense because Tier 6 of this ship is when it starts taking G4 materials. So they remove the G3 benefit, they add the G4 benefit, and they add a few more tracker jackers because, you know, stuff. All right, so there is how the refinery will end up scaling. Lastly, very quickly, I my goodness gracious, because calling six times is going to get me to answer faster. Um, I I will get him leaving in five minutes. See, this, this this happens. I love my wife. I do, but five phone calls right in a row. Bam! She knows. She knows I'm on the air. She knows. Love her to death. Love you, sweetie. Uh, the completionist event. This is the last thing I'm going to tell you about very quickly before I go. The completionist event. People have been asking, is there going to be enough, Bubba Joe? Are there enough events? Are there enough events to go through and complete the completionist event without spending? That's the big question. Well, we mm -hmm. talk about the battle pass. All right Completable in less time. You've got leeway. Battle pass overflow, on the other hand, requires 100%. Here is the claim regarding the completionist event. There will be, and I quote, there will be more than enough available trophies for players to finish this milestone event. However, it will not be easy and is meant to pose a challenge. Okay? It is not meant to be easy and meant to pose a challenge, Bubba Joe. Now, me personally, I went through this with a player before the show, and I spent some time trying to count out on the calendar. Joker did the same thing. He said, I count 40 SMSs. All right. Divine says you'll need to place in an SLB. I disagree. Nope, Shinjo. Wrong. Nay, negative. All right. Now, Joker counted 40 SMSs. I did not. I counted, <laughs> I counted, I cut off the number that I counted in my screenshot. Hang on, let me find this chat. <laughs> All right, I counted 26 SMSs. Now, by the way, I have more information than you would, Joker. There very well could be 40 SMSs, but it doesn't pay in every single SMS. All right, doesn't pay in every single. By the way, where's the 10 coming from? Why are you guys talking about 10? All right. You guys are talking about talking about 10. Uh, it pays 20. So I don't, I don't. Let's check the event and make sure we know before we complain. I counted 26 events in which I suspect we will see a completionist trophy. I know that other people are counting more SMSs, but I do also know that a few SMSs will not contain the completionist trophy. For example, Bubba Joe, take a look at Parabellum today. Take a look at the Parabellum milestones. You do not see a completionist trophy. So I have a little bit of insight that you guys don't have. I know which events are going to have the trophies. It's not going to be all. I estimate, I estimate 26. 26 is what I am estimating. By the way, that is just the normal themed ARC-related SMSs, Bubba Joe. There's one other factor here. Well, there's actually three, all right? The next scoring mechanic is a ticketed event trophy, Bubba Joe. It actually scores 25 points. 
Well, let's take yep. a look at the calendar. We have nine days of ticketed events. Oh, thank the gods. We're back to November. Nine days of ticketed events. By the way, for those of you who love tickets, that's 27 juicy ticketed events. My expectation is that they're going to be paying Talon Darsic, so this could be a very nice injection into your event store budget. All right, ticketed events pay 25 points, Bubba Joe, but nine ticketed events will come for free. All right, so if I count the Delta, if I count the Delta, there's 45 points just in the Delta. Now I can say I've got nine plus 26, that's 35 events times 20 points, that's 700 points. I'm going to get five extra points from nine free ticketed events that is 45 now ladies and gentlemen i am at 745 points (laughs) by the way this is a complete estimate all right it could be a little over could be short i will not be held responsible for somebody missing it by five points don't come at me okay don't come at me with that garbage (laughs) 745 is my estimate bubba joe which means one of two things One, you must place in the top three of any solo leaderboard or win one or the third mechanic. Spend one extra ticket. Ticket. One extra ticket. Hopefully, those of you who practice, those of you who practice the, the... the, the whole mechanic of saving and spending when they're appropriate, hopefully you've got one. Okay? Hopefully you got one left over in the bank, spared. 745 points is where I expect you to fall. That could be wrong. Scopely has not given me this math. Okay? So you guys are on your own, but it does not require a solo leaderboard, and that is what I wanted to share. Bubba Joe, final thoughts, because I got to bounce. We'll give away a prize uh, later. I don't feel like doing it right now. Let's, let's just let you bounce. I, I, we have, there's a lot more to talk about for Big Mama, and there's a lot more to talk about for the event store. So let's just wrap it up and uh, thank the audience and let you get on out. Absolutely. We have so much more. I mean, there's content. We've got videos. Snake Eyes and I, Snake Eyes, I've been recording videos. I've been doing content. We've still got, I think, another one or two videos to come out. I demonstrated Big Mama on camera last night. Thank you so much to Wardod. Thank you to Fog on 15. Thank you guys so much for participating and helping me with my on-screen testing. That video will be coming on our YouTube channel at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. That is coming very, very soon. Go there. Be sure to click on the bell so that you know when our content comes out in the meantime while you're on our website talkingtrekstfc.com is where you can find all kinds of stuff including super jesse's calendar when it gets done and also big mama's efficiency calculator we're going to be putting that up on there as well in the new downloadable links page all right there's going to be a links page you can download all the tools that we are going to be giving you folks thank you so much for being here all the way to the very end bubba joe 320 listeners in our studio audience thank you so much we will be giving you more prizes coming up but so much more content bubba joe arguably one of the biggest and most rich content months that we've had in well over a year there's the event store to talk about and your slew of choices there we've still got more to talk about with big mama more mechanics and more ways that she can be used and more benefits that she can provide you plus more rating success stories and strategy not only on offense but rating part two 
defensive strategy. We're going to be giving that for you as well. Bubba Joe, as always, thank you, my friend. Appreciate it, Criminal Ripper, Truck and Chick, Karkin, and Steven Zarin for your perspectives. Thank you for being here for the show. Guys, please visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com where you can go and you could join our patron program. You can turn your name gold and have your names read right here as members of this family, as supporters of this show, responsible for keeping us on the air. I'd like to say thank you to those players now. Gregor, Steven Zarin, Dark Lord, Chuck Grun, Hank, Big Country, I Beglin, Venkman, Scott, Fukum, Virtual Army, J-Bird, Cobra, DJ Gert, Red 2, and Honey, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Jonathan Ingram, Tammy Moser, Regis, Lady Kess, JC, Engineering, Free Philly, Hudson, Morpheus, Cam, Culture, Jet Ski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy, Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Raxanar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quackfoo, King-O, Commander Taylor, Baztec, Damon Darks, Blue Mandalorian, The Professor, Chronic Break, The Egger, Spock, The Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Crane, Galen, Splatzu, Eden, Sentinel, Ripper Goes 24 Hours, Conair, Irish Jack, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobon, Harshus, Procedure Lug, a subcommander of this fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Highway Empire, Velvet Thunder, Your Mom, Right Turn Clyde, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, 7 of 9, Lube, A Fox, Midhead, Bills Mafia, E Rock, Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, Gopher, Counselor Q, Iron Chef, Yusuke, Nothing Better, Fistful of Jedi, Q Tip, Louis P, Handy Hopes, Hammerhead, Oblivious, Auto Obsession, G Force, Bake Llama, Raza Hound, Bayonetta, I Kill You, JT10, Garrett, Cavacor, Baminkas, Colgan, Baba, Incoat, Harry Nelson, Beaver, Beaver, Dragon, Lab, uh, L.A. Ravager, Stevens, Synchronicity, Admiral Poopslot, Barracuda, Sandcoffin, Zuzu, Tosh, Stormbringer, Anesius, Liam, Tagora, Rensusi, Kobe Flanagan, uh, Henderson, Smoke, Mohawk, Cruzito, uh, Maple, Super Jesse, Wolfhammer, Timster, Arius, Black Widow, Everywhere It Matters, Welch, and Morrow. Also thanking our Nitro supporters and Hani, Benjamin, Tupper, D. Uh, D Lyle, Stevens, Aaron, Captain Mark, Dragon, Arian, Goofy Names Rock, Matt Dog, The Wicked Witch, and TJ. All for supporting Talking Track. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person for Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Say meow for now. Love you, minute. See you later. Bye bye.